Welcome to the Devil's Work Podcast, where today uh, we're getting radical and mathematical. <laughs> That's so good. This is the podcast where we watch the horrible, traumatizing oh, films of the world so that you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to. You could. We're not going to stop you, you. We're going to probably, like... Say that I'm gonna you try should. to stop you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Evelyn's the voice of reason. I'm gonna I mean, come and to you your cannot, house. You cannot watch it, but I mean, it, you know, it's fine. You're just weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like to watch the movie, you definitely can. If you, you know, don't like to see the spooky stuff, but you still find it fascinating, hopefully this will be interesting for you. We got you, baby bird. <laughs> but today we are visiting yet another old favorite of mine yeah. from from that nebulous era between <laughs> the late 90s and the late 2000s. It's almost like I was uh, growing up at that time. <laughs> the, Impressionable. Right. The, the 1997 <laughs> film, which I on wiki it's described as Kafka-esque, and I love that. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Written and directed by Vincenzo Natali, Cube. Oh, okay. I always And this is American? Uh yeah. Nope, that's nope. So Canadian. Strange. Canadian. Canadian. Okay. Canada okay. strikes again. Yeah, Canada strikes again. I was gonna say it, I'll just point it out right now. But, Definitely on par but, with like slashers level acting mm-hmm. for sure. But for he, sure. but he, Vincenzo is American. That's why I was confused. <laughs> okay, it, okay, that's yeah. Thank you for distinguishing that. That's actually that's interesting. It's a well known yeah. fact that 1997 is the very best year for films. <laughs> <laughs> also, not a bad year for video games. Uh, Xeno Gears, Final oh, Fantasy yeah. Seven. Like, yeah. uh, yep. I was I was eating as a six year old. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so this this guy would go on to direct Splice. Dude, I know that's so strange. That's so fucking strange. <laughs> like and that fucks me up. I was like, what the fuck? I haven't thought about that movie in years, dude. I haven't seen it. Oh, you have. Oh, we're doing Splice. We're doing Splice oh, on the show at some point. Sp- we're absolutely doing that. I'm surprised it's not one of your favorites, Evelyn, because it's very funny. <laughs> is it? It's so true. Yeah. Is it, I'm surprised I haven't seen it because. Uh, oh wait, is it? Is it the movie with Adrian Brody in it? I think so. I think yeah. I think he's the the main character. Even he might be even the lead. Okay. Is he? Well, he's not the one with the tail. Though. No. He's, no. He's, uh, he's no, the papa. He is not. He's the papa. Okay. I went on a quest to watch like everything that he was in, but that one slipped through the cracks. Uh, yeah, dude, that movie is f- fucked. That is so <laughs> fucked. It's such a fucked movie. It's so Yeah. Anyway, we'll do that one on the show. Anyway, yeah, this dude directed that. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. There's a lot of really interesting uh trivia around this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll tease that for later we'll sprinkle get, it in yeah, yeah sprinkle it in we'll, as we go we'll get into that on the tail end maybe absolutely um <laughs> speaking of tails <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that was on purpose totally <laughs> so uh oh, short short pitch elevator pitch yeah kind of mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> would just be you know um it says six strangers really it's seven 
Um, so seven mm-hmm. seven people wake up in these cube shaped rooms, which is just a room, honestly. Uh, yes. <laughs> with with an exit in each direction, including up and down, and no idea how they yeah. got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like this is the the predecessor to saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah, the yeah, platform. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh, the platform. Amanda, is so Amanda good. said the same thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We're absolutely covering the platform at some point. For sure. That one's great. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Cube. So this has inspired a lot of things. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cube and Battle Royale are like big favorites for me. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. And uh so you can You like the team death thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's that's, cool. that's what I was gonna say. Those really primed me to like have a huge thing for the like mm-hmm. death game uh genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I lo- Yeah, for sure. I love Dong and Rampa. Which is kind of a, a similar thing, but it's um, oh, interesting. It's like a visual novel game, which I didn't think I would like visual novels. And then I played those games, and I was like, "Oh my god, these are amazing!" I've, I've yeah, like <laughs> the Telltale series and all those, like yeah. like things of that nature. Got gotcha. you, yeah, 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 yeah sure. like that where you're more like you make choices, but you're not really like doing like combat or like anything yeah big, yeah yeah big like it's like that. the choose your own adventures of video games <laughs> like those books yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. um yeah so the people that made dong and rampa i'll pretty much play anything by them now because of how much i like those games that's cool um there's anime like future diary is uh is very similar um dong and rampa is like harder to explain quickly but future diary is like uh i think it's 13 people have phones and they keep a different kind of diary in their phone like the main Mm. character just writes everything that happens and then there's a girl who's in love with him and she writes everything that he does and so they Mm. oh that's kind of neat actually and and so they that's pretty interesting yeah and so they end up like the each of their diaries will give them glimpses into the future and they're like all supposed to use that to like Whoa. fight each other to the death. And there's like one dude who's a serial killer, so his diary what the fu- is that's cool. What the fuck? His, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, well, we keep talking about it. We're in, we're gonna end up covering these animes. Like we're gonna end up doing that eventually for like Patreon. Oh yeah, or stuff like that. Like this is not just horror films anymore (laughs) we definitely bust that fucking gate wide open (laughs) yeah absolutely um but but yeah so if you like stuff like this uh video Mm -hmm. game wise danganronpa uh anime wise future diary yeah uh yeah very much it's yeah even if you're even if you're a newer fan of like you know hunger games and stuff like that you can see all like the the precursors to all of that with battle royale with Hmm. cube with all of these you know like uh, you know other even slashers yeah (laughs) even slashers yeah absolutely (laughs) and you know what's funny is uh cube is as far as i know the first example of an american horror movie being remade by japan 20 years later that's funny there's a 2021 japanese version that's oh, cool. funny. That's I mean, okay, I was trying to see that too. Was that not a sequel or anything? Because it looks like a, there's a shitload of like it's a shot for shot remake. Shut the fuck up. Huh. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, it's, that's so interesting. It's pretty much shot for shot, but they replace Kazan with a 13-year-old boy. 
Okay. Oh, that's so, I mean, yeah, whatever. I, which but I think I mean, is then, a, a good that choice. That works better. Yeah, that yeah. works better. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what it, like, yeah, like it. That whole trope didn't. Yeah, I have thoughts and <laughs> opinions about it, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. yeah. So let's so let's get into the trigger warnings. Uh, yeah, there's there's some gore, of course. There's yeah, there's, really well done, by the way. We're gonna yeah, have a lot to say yeah. about that. It's so good. It, it, yeah. they, they really tastefully strike the balance between practical Absolutely. and CGI. Yeah. When mm-hmm. the, when yeah. they use either, it's done well. Yeah, um, very much so. So some some gore, uh, some like power dynamic stuff. One of the characters is a cop and like definitely <laughs> yeah. abuses is, that power. Yeah, we're firmly. Yeah. Firmly gonna do another A cab episode oh, right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. Early, <laughs> early a, spoilers. We don't like the cop. No. Uh, <laughs> this is a properly A cab episode. Properly A cab. <laughs> there is uh, violence against women. There is a yeah. uh, attempted sexual assault at one point. I I forgot about that. Yeah, it's very it's I very very that. brief. because it's, like, it's, yeah, it's in yeah. the middle of like we've. We haven't eaten in three days, like insane ramblings. So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of There's other a lot stuff. Going yeah, on. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe violence against somebody of uh, mental disability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, definitely that, that too. Much. And then also, just, and then also, just the handling and the writing behind the character. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. It's not. It's not well done. It's definitely yeah. problematic. Like even though yeah. I do. <clears throat> Love the idea of this film and the mythos. Uh, there's a sequel and a prequel, and, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, both yeah. they're both just as wacky. Um, but yeah, that really I'm so curious about that. That, Go ahead. that never really sat well with me. The whole thing with yeah, with, with yeah. Kazan, and there's ways to like explain it away where it's like, oh, they specifically chose these people, so it's not saying like all uh, you know mentally disabled people fall into this trope but they're still using the trope so it's like that it, 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 it would trope. just yeah, it, it would just be me giving an excuse absolutely yeah it's, it it's it's pretty gross you know it's it's pretty gross but i don't think that it it detracted too much from the actual like fun of the movie that i was going on i was just like ah dude, the age is showing on this movie mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like that's just mostly what it was for me yeah i yeah. just i just felt the need to kind of warn you too ahead of we time we definitely I was, no, I was yeah, like yeah good. there's one big like very distasteful thing <laughs> about this movie that ends up being kind of central so yeah i was like yeah, it's one or three yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> But yeah, it, I I think overall, you know, it was an enjoyable time. I think we would recommend going to watch this first before anything. I, we found it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Old things it, for free on YouTube, dude. It's a mm-hmm. masterclass in um, getting the most bang for your buck on set design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> bro, that's what we were talking about. Very like, impressive, geniuses, dude. That's it's awesome. Just- what one one and a half rooms? It might, yeah, maybe Exa- like, exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Of course. Maybe of course, Evelyn pegged that. It is exactly <laughs> one one and a half rooms. That's how they That's did awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Sideshow described it as uh, the what's going on in the inside of the Hellraiser cube. Yeah, it feels like what's going on the inside of the puzzle box. That's, that's what it looks like. That's a really yeah. cool way to think about it. That would actually be like yeah. a, a really a really cool like integration if that Yeah, if and then Evelyn happened. was like this this movie is just taking place within Hellraiser. <laughs> 
while while they're That's having funny. their their slimy tryst in the attic, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser is also weirdly fucking horny. Like, oh, it's all fucking sexual. It's all se- literally that's what the Cenobites were modeled after. They're modeled yeah. after BDSM like outfits and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's literally like that was. I just, you know, the I point just of it. didn't expect the first movie to be this lady like cheating on her living husband with her dead husband. <laughs> you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah it was wild. a lot to. Get your head around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to swallow, would you say? <laughs> you know you know what? This is totally su- like uh, a total tangent. But in Hellraiser, the part where she like goes between the walls and she's like walking through this like liminal, like <clears throat> yeah, yeah, non-existent yeah. space. And then <clears throat> this giant like monster appears. And yeah, it's, out like, of nowhere. It's almost like a giant spider kind of. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it just yeah. like chases her, and she runs out, and then the wall closes itself, and then they just never like talk about. Never bring it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, that was fucking weird, right? And, anyway, go over here. And it's just, it's really just sat with me. Like I can picture the whole thing right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> we'll do Hellraiser one day. We'll get there. We uh, we'll, we'll, we have to. We forgot to introduce ourselves because we got too excited. But you know, oh. I, I'm, I'm I'm skeptic. I'm Evelyn. I'm sideshow. And now that we've got all the preliminary bullshit out of the way, it's God, time Tim, to do funny. the devil's work. Yeah, buddy, that's gonna be a recurring thing. I love that. <laughs> oh man. Let's get in this cube. Let's do it. Get in the cube, Shinji. <laughs> <laughs> do it for your father. <laughs> so this movie, I will say as we get into it, like whenever we talk about their like previous lives and stuff, we don't ever show it. Nothing happens no. outside of the cube. You don't you don't get answers for shit in this movie. I love it. I, I love that it just Cold starts on uh, just an eye, just just an eye Dude, opening, and that intro was so good. It's so good. Yeah, this might be one of my favorite intros too. Oh, like, absolutely, this type of movie, absolutely honestly. legendary openings. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Absolutely. So a man w- wakes up. We're you know looking at his eye, and we zoom out and get his surroundings. We're introduced. To this this glowing cube shaped room with mm-hmm. just the walls look like computer circuits. Amanda was like, you know, it's it almost looks like they're like inside of a computer or something. Like yeah, like it's yeah, got yeah, heavy yeah. Uh, Tron vibes. For is sure. There, is there ambient sound? Do you guys remember if there's sort of like the air system that you the, can kind of There's hear? no it ventilation, like it. but there is. Yeah, but there exactly. is like but there's some like a humming. humming. Yeah. yeah. Because they mention yeah. that that there's no like air movement, and that's part mm-hmm. of what's making them so miserable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there are the occasional like gentle earthquakes, Rum- rumbling, yeah, and sh- shiftings, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so this man wakes up, and you can see, you know, in little glimpses that his uh, he's wearing what almost looks like a prison uniform, but it's like brown, like beige. Um, and yeah. it says Alderson and he doesn't speak, but he looks around, he sees all these hatches on the walls and everything. He looks through a couple of them 
and sees that they're the exact same room on the other side, but just mm-hmm. different colors. Mm-hmm. And so he finally. I thought it was interesting, real quick, that he like immediately knew how to open it. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost instinctual that he was just like, oh, you have to turn it twice yeah. and then pull. It's a really cool design. Yeah. It's like a yeah, spinning, very, very cool. Spinning bar handle and yeah. then the door comes down. You know, you you guys know, I know I got you, a big a big boner for the the <laughs> the ladder and martyrs and exactly. I was like, ooh, these doors. I was, I was like, She's gotta find this so satisfactory. I like, <laughs> like I like fine craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Those those Midwestern roots showing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have respect for a job well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love It gets that Italian hand salute. <laughs> Italian. The the chef fingers. The yeah. Chef the the the, the, so the chef preparing to fist somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to apologize. S- to stuff to <laughs> stuff notion. a chicken, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> to stuff a chicken, goddamn. I saw a TikTok earlier where this guy was like, Did, <laughs> "Have you ever seen somebody like wrap food in uh, chicken skin?" And he like wraps something in chicken skin and deep fries uh. it, and then starts eating it, and then it just cuts to another guy, and he's like, "Bro, have you seen my balls?" <laughs> <laughs> so so he uh he opens two and looks in he opens a third one and he's like you know fuck it i may as well so he walks in and as he walks in it's it's done really well he 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 acts it very well he's moving through the room he takes like a step or two and then suddenly he like jumps like he's been shocked or something. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we just see red lines start to form all throughout uh, his body in in so little cool. squares. And he just falls apart into pieces. They literally diced him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> literally diced him. He became exactly. a, meat, a meat salad. And you're... <laughs> You're wondering, like, what the fuck just happened to this guy yeah. and this just great, you know, just this this wire yeah, like grate. like this whole, like, wire grate, yeah. Come, like, swings down into the room and you can so see, good. like, his outline shaped in blood on it. And then it shifts to from practical to CGI and it, like, fold, yeah, folds yeah. back up into, into the ceiling and we get That's the... So uh, cool. The title sequence. Fucking title card, baby. (laughs) I love it. It's so, again, like that should, that is how a horror movie is supposed to work. You have to hook your audience immediately. It's your thesis statement. You set that tone. Set the tone. Exactly. Like, and it's perfect because it gave us pretty much everything you're in for. It literally gave you the circumstances, the character like look and Mm -hmm. like their general vibe. Mm -hmm. And then, the trap. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's the whole fucking movie. <laughs> that's, that's literally the whole movie. That's like a little taste of like, that's what happens to most people. Most people don't exactly. make yeah. it anywhere or meet up with yep. anyone else. They just wake up, try to figure it out and die. Oops, absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt. That's, that's the whole, like, it just set you in the circumstances of like, all right, everybody's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> just, I think they... Right. They kind of, I don't know how common the, that that gag is these days, but I think they referenced it in Rick and Morty. 
the the episode where uh rick left summer in the car the car being the spaceship yeah and he told he He like he like set up the the program that keeps summer safe yeah and like there's just ordinary shit going on outside the car but the car thinks that it needs to keep summer safe by destroying everybody (laughs) and yeah it just escalates and then like swat teams are outside the spaceship and it like lasers a guy into yeah. a bunch of cubes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's. I mean, even looking to like Resident Evil at that time, I think even the first Resident Evil had to kill exactly like this with the wires. Mm-hmm. The not even wires. It's it's like the laser wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's the laser wall that like goes in and it just slices them in fucking cubes. I remember that. I was like, I love a good cubing, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like there, there, <laughs> there's the CG in there, but then the the practical bits are the so. The practical was so the good. Practical gore in this Dude, movie. Dude, the lines like forming on his face as it was happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucking cool. And like, then it's really cool. His head splitting in half, and then like that one piece of these you know edited into yeah. stages but yeah. there's like the last part where there's just a little bit left of his leg yeah. and it's all just like falling down <laughs> so, good. so good yeah the like one the one practical piece after that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's 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 just so perfect it really does it just absolutely just set the tone the tone in such a like amazing way that oh man, that'd be such a good Halloween costume. <laughs> just like his, the lines put on, yeah, like Al- <laughs> yeah, just Alderson. Just like you'd have to have the name patch and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like the just, paint, paint the red. Yeah, like, yeah, that's actually pretty fun. That would be sick. <laughs> that's actually that would fun. be really really sick. Pe- people who would get it would be like, oh <gasps> yeah, <laughs> you like, and then you point out a real one. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> so after the credits, we see a man laying alone on the floor of one of these rooms and he's bleeding from the side of his head. It's not like like really bad, but you you are kind of wondering why he's in like worse shape than the last guy we saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and his his name is Worth. Um, and then. Yeah. We see one of the doors open and another man walks in, Quentin, uh, who I just I have to Here say, we go. Quen- Quentin's <laughs> actor, Maurice Dean Wint, he he carries this movie like, oh, he's, yeah, he's got those wild eyes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He knows how to play. Like I was saying, he knows how to play unhinged really well. Yeah, he he chews a lot of scenery <laughs> in this movie, but mm-hmm. but there's a mm-hmm. few like. Not necessarily subtle, but like more, <laughs> I don't more, think subtle is more, in his repertoire. <laughs> yeah, right. More like skillful kind of acting. Yeah, turns. that's like, a good. That's a good like way. There, yeah. There's a part near the end where his face just drops, and it's <clears throat> yeah. it's really it's really really well done. I think I know which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> so he he comes in, Quentin, and he's not in. Well, he is injured on his arm. And so now we're wondering, like, why are these two guys hurt? And, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. he goes over to Worth, and they pretty quickly decide that they're not hostile to each other. And, <clears throat> yeah. and one of the other doors starts to open. So Quentin motions for Worth to stay quiet. And he goes underneath the door and waits. Jesus. And as the door opens, <laughs> he reaches up and grabs whoever's coming in. 
and throws them onto the ground. He fucking flings her. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Jesus. And then he he gets on top of them and and raises his fist and then realizes it's you know a rather like small blonde Mousy. woman. Yeah, like it's it's not you know he's doing some damage just by throwing her. He realizes <laughs> he just flung her into the floor. Dude. It's just so and so crazy. you know they they scream in each other's face. He's like, "Hey, I'm I'm not gonna hurt you," which is a hard sell after that introduction. Uh-huh. Hard sell. <laughs> you already threw my back out, exactly. right? You, exactly. You already blew my back out, homeboy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also, this is just the first taste of like, yeah, firmly a cap before you even know it's a cap. Yeah. <laughs> I I just want to say these this room is like, it's it's pretty conducive to wrestling like it's basically a, <laughs> it looks like a it's fucking a, wrestling arena <laughs> it's a decent dojo but the problem is that there's a handle in the middle of the floor mm-hmm. and fucking <clears throat> worth is just always Dude, laying on top of the worth handle is fucking gacked out or he's some shit he always is space laying <laughs> across the handle with his spine it's and he's just go- like eh He's just fucking the most nonchalant motherfucker there ever was. <laughs> he 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 gives me big uh, Kevin Spacey vibes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair. Amanda yeah, pointed fair. out that he was is very similar to uh, Mark Duplass in Creep. Yeah, and then yeah. and then that made me think of uh, Michael from Slashers. Just yeah. that, just that yep, same, yeah, just that, that switch, like that, like like flip or whatever at the end. That yeah. that dude in the office that you don't notice until he shows up with a gun, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. It, it is, it is fucked he's, up, but you know, he's sweaty. He's a bit sweaty. very sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. But yeah, like the I don't know how far into the like twenty minutes he yeah. doesn't say a goddamn thing. No, he's just fucking. He's just like based, eh. bro. Like he, I was like, I want two of whatever he's on. It, yeah, it, he just can't be bothered. It makes more sense later, but but when when uh, Holloway, mm-hmm. who was the one that was thrown down, when she kind of gets her, you know, calms calms herself down as mm-hmm. as they're kind of realizing that they're not each other's enemy. You know, Quentin says, oh, I don't I'm not going to hurt you. And she's she, she's like freaking out. And he goes, uh, you know, I, I didn't know. I thought you were. And she's like, thought I was what? And he just like falls back and is like, I, I don't know. Which, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's a pretty interesting like acting choice too. Like it's pretty interesting. I like yeah, that. and I like it as a as a writing choice as well. Of And I think it sets the stage for like. You know, again, watching these movies now with a more analytical brain being like, wow, this movie is about nihilism. Like this movie is about how small and insignificant we are and how there's so many things that we'll never know because it's outside of our experience. And it's yeah, I love that. It also is is like a commentary on like the uh the paranoia mm-hmm. and like the you know like and, and like the the conspiracy theory mind essentially like i like that also yeah. being tossed into it i was they, like sorry go no, ahead. no no go ahead yeah. they debate a lot about whether you know the government has the means to yep. do this or not yep mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah 
it's very interesting in that way because you're just like, I mean, that's silly, but like, oh, yeah, like I mean, <laughs> Holloway's first theory is aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because I thought she went to government right away, but no, you're right. Like she, she went totally, there yeah, later. she went to a- aliens right away. You're yeah. totally right. And then Quentin was like, no. Yeah, no, it's some sick perverts like let's fantasy not. or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of like multiple times throughout the movie, different characters will be like, hey, don't wonder, be here, yeah. be present, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. foot yeah. in front of the other. Yeah. Like, which is which is yeah. literally what the old dude says in a bit. That's fucking mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so as they're as they're calming down and Quentin is realizing like maybe he shouldn't be aggressive which kind of makes sense to me because this is a crazy situation you find the guy bleeding from his head so you're like okay obviously I'm not fighting this dude he's not a threat to me So yeah, and then yeah, yeah, the door yeah, yeah. opens so it's like you, you kind of get it but it's also you get it from her perspective as well yeah absolutely um, <laughs> fucking toss me in the no, 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 calm down I'm not gonna hurt you she's like the <laughs> fuck so, don't be hysterical right <laughs> So so two more people come into the room. One is an older man named Ren. And yeah. and they call him Renz for a, a while until he corrects them. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, a younger girl named Levin. And I, I think she's supposed to be like a young college student. Like, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if she's... Yeah, if that's she, what she, she says. She says she's a college student. Okay. She says she's a college student, yeah. She says, I just go to school. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I couldn't quite tell if she was supposed to be, like, <clears throat> an older high school student or a younger college girl. But that, again, yeah. kind of, like, comes into play later. Yeah. Of, like, mm-hmm. where exactly she is age-wise. Mm-hmm. She's she's in mood swings is where she is. <laughs> God. <laughs> You know, she fucking flips bad, dude. It's wild. She starts out so fucking scared. You know what she yeah. needs? You know what she needs is a husband and a baby. That, that'll sort her out. Calm her down. That'll get her right. <laughs> a good Christian man. Uh huh. Wait, how does she come into the room? Does she also get? Oh shit. Like attacked, because she she's quite terrified when she comes into the room. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember how she enters. They, uh, her and Ren. One of them literally just falls through, right? They they just fall into the fucking room. Somebody, somebody fell in from above. That's later. That's Kazan. Oh okay, okay. Okay. Oh yeah, but Ren Ren and Levin just come into the room on their own. Mm-hmm. They okay. they both just show up after the like initial confrontation and like Quentin realizes like I can't just I shouldn't do that and so mm-hmm. when the other two come in they like wait and then that's right and yeah, then yeah, just trying to discuss right. more like what that yeah. what's going on here and yeah. uh, Holloway who I I just hate I hate her as a person so <laughs> much so much she's so. She is, that makes her a good character. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a good actor. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she serves a good purpose, but she's just like such a like confused weirdo of a person. Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want her to be my doctor. Yeah. Def- I know definitely she's not. A doctor. Definitely not. It's fucking wild. <laughs> and she it just goes to show doctors are literally just people, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has some very interesting uh dialogue. Like she's uh, once they kind of realize their situation, 
she starts going, holy cats, holy cats. Yeah. <laughs> it's like G. Willikers, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> um, yeah, her, her performance oh, uh, wavers between very stagey and like at certain points is actually quite good yeah like she's actually got a good head on her shoulders for the most part when it's when it comes to like doing the actions and shit but when it starts and, to come down to like yeah. thinking she fucking yeah. goes off the rails but when she i mean like her dynamic with quentin and squaring off with him oh like yeah she, she's i love that i do love that about her she's, <laughs> she's pretty excellent yeah. at putting him in his place yeah yeah she's yeah. Just like do something yeah like if you were if you were in that group and you were stuck with out quentin mm-hmm. and but with her you'd be like oh my god this fucking woman but Absolutely, like yeah, she's yeah. a great antidote for, for quentin <laughs> for a cop yeah 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 like like in a vacuum i wouldn't want to be around either of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. it's funny you know what this is this is completely unrelated but earlier today uh i work in san francisco downtown and uh i there's a little bit of road work going on like in front of my building and so as i was coming to work they had a a cop out there like directing traffic but all the lights are still working so it's like (laughs) it's like he's he's not really doing shit and and then as as i was leaving work with one of my coworkers, you know same situation and the the light uh, is about to turn red and the cop walks out and like motions for traffic to stop. And so <laughs> I stepped out and then he turned around and like yelled at me and told me to get back. So I stepped back and he like let a bus through, but then, but then like the light turned red. So everyone had just stopped anyway. <laughs> and, and when the bus was gone, he walked back past me and just looked, looked at me and like shook his head like so like meaningfully and and I was just like I was like I know this is the most important day of your career and, <laughs> and and as we were as we were walking away I said to my coworker I was like you know I I don't think I'm a better I, I don't think I'm better than that guy because I'm like wearing a suit and working in this building I think I'm better than him cuz I'm not a fucking cop <laughs> Brother. <laughs> but yeah just just big big like fucking oh, this man. is my big reported school energy <laughs> well he let that bus through exactly. yeah yeah that's it the bus got to go i guess uh, i guess that was, was a big fucking <laughs> Law and order has been protected today. <laughs> the way he shook his head at me, that had fucking killed me. I was, oh, that's so I, I was funny, like, whatever, man. man. It's not. I'm not gonna let it bother me. But also, <laughs> this shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So okay, back to back to the story. <laughs> that's what we're doing here. <laughs> so get back in the cube. <laughs> so everyone starts talking. Uh, you know, trying to figure out where they are. Holloway brings up aliens. Uh, <laughs> we see that, you know, she's a doctor. She reveals, she goes to look at uh, Worth's head. And I feel like he actually acts pretty well at the beginning, like having head trauma because they, they, like, he hasn't spoken yet. And then mm-hmm. they're like, what's up with him? And he just goes, 
I hit my head. And oh, does he? I missed yeah. that. I did miss that. It, so, okay, that explains why it, he looked all it's, face. It's like it's like very labored, but like very believably so. Like he just says it very flat. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the, and he has just like one little kind of like slick patch of blood on the side of his head, and so I missed that. So Holloway takes a look at him, and then she takes a look at uh, Quentin's shoulder, and he explains that. He was in one of these rooms and a trap went off and it almost killed him, but he like barely dodged it. That's right. Okay, I do remember that now. And yeah. and so yeah. now they have the knowledge that we have, which is that some of these rooms are trapped and can be yep. fatal. And mm-hmm. so the old man, Ren, starts taking off his boots and pulling. Yeah, he's so, oh man, I was like, I love him right away. Like, I loved him right away. And I was just like, ah, I should have got too close. He's also (laughs) not talking to them because he's like, figuring it out yeah yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's he's already fucking planning and he's like, he's solving the puzzle he's in his own way. Yeah. yeah he talks to them he talks to them when they engage him but otherwise he's like i don't yeah. got time for you mm-hmm. yeah like they're tending to wounds and and theorizing and he's mm-hmm. he doesn't care he's he's getting to work yeah <laughs> so he takes off his boots and he mostly unlaces them except for like the bottom two loops you know by the toe mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then he Everyone's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he opens one of the doors and he swings the boot and throws it in. And just these flamethrowers come out of the side and, that and was cool. just melt the boot down. <laughs> and he, just instant ash. Yeah. And he, he pulls it back, which is funny to me. It's like, yeah, that boot's a goner. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he pulls it back and he explains, you know, these are motion sensors, blah, blah, blah. And... Quentin questions him because, you know, Quentin, big man, pound chest. (laughs) (laughs) And and Ren tells them, you know, saying still is not going to solve anything. We should just move in as straight of a line as we can until we get to the Mm -hmm. end. And the others agree. And so as they're moving, they discover that there's like, a series of numbers on the hatches between each of the rooms, but they don't yeah. know what it means. They they mm-hmm. comment on how it's like 566 million or something, and like there better not be that many rooms. That many rooms, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And my worst nightmare <laughs> numbers, numbers, right? <laughs> Should have trigger warning that. <laughs> so, did they when when he's uh throwing his boot, is that around the time when they? When Quentin figures out who he is, uh, that's coming up. That's like that's, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so he's been throwing the boot for a minute. They've been moving in a straight line. They've talked about, you know, is it aliens or is it government? And uh, Quentin's like, oh, well, I'm a pig, and so like, I don't think it's the government. Like, you don't, you don't know what I know. You, you, uh, you know, that's naive right. woman. <laughs> you plebe. <laughs> And uh, so Ren throws a boot into a new room. Like we've, there's some time that's passed. That's like this movie is very dialogue driven. It's really just like, I, 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 do we have do we have the 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 uh, like that montage yet? No, I just I just wanted to make this sound. You know what? You know what? Good on this movie for not having a part where they all are like losing their mind and then start like, huh. 
Ho. <laughs> start singing and breaking out in song. <laughs> you know that like fucking stomp. Uh, well, just Kazan. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's oh, like man. what Kazan thinks is happening the whole time. Yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> um. Oh man. So he throws a boot into a new room, and everyone's like, "Okay, it didn't go off." And he's like, "Nope." Nope the the room the air in there feels really dry. It probably uses an electrochemical sensor and it detects hydrogen sulfide emitted from the skin. That's fucking Whoa. wild. Like the fact that they just know this shit is wild. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck. But they do a really good job of like <clears throat> justifying that because as he's saying that, Quentin keeps calling him Renz. And the guy's like, my name's not Ren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Ren. It's French. You don't pronounce the S at the end. That's right. And, yeah. and Quentin talks out loud like he's a comic book character. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, huh, about, about the right age, same, uh-huh. same name. I don't believe it. You're the Ren. The Ren. (laughs) The same. And I think it's worth who's like, who's the Ren? And he's like, oh, he's he's an escape artist. And he's escaped from uh, like six major like maximum security prisons. And Mm -hmm. as he's like checking rooms, he just nonchalantly goes seven. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. I love that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Ren Ren is great. He is so promising until he is not. Uh, Exactly. I was like, I knew I shouldn't have got attached, bro. Don't don't let your heart get broken. Right. And we're trying to learn how to do that these days. (laughs) So he throws a boot into yet another room. It seems fine. And he jumps down. And as when he jumps down, takes a step forward, gets just like Sprayed in the face with acid like Newman in Dude. Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. They fucked his ass up. Yeah. Dude. And the, so doesn't the door close? Yeah. The door closes yeah, behind door him closes and behind he's him, yeah. screaming and they're all freaking out. And, uh, Ugh, dude, he, that shit is. He comes fucked. climbing back through and falls into the room with them and his face is like still melting. That fucking effect was so good. It's it's really, really well done. Like it's so good. His like hollowed out face after he's dead is just like beautiful practical work. Like that. And and it's like foaming too at one point, and then you see it afterwards, and the foam like dies down. You just see how hollowed out and like cratered. His his head just dissolved. Amanda (laughs) said something about that to me. She was like, she was like, yeah, and like when acid is on uh like skin it's mm-hmm. it stays on your skin like it doesn't disappear when your skin does it doesn't though they don't uh, like go together yeah. keeps eating yeah, yeah and yeah. that's exactly like the foam was like a perfect yeah. bet- portrayal of that because that yeah. was it was once all that that you know sticky acid was on his face it just continued to to eat through everything yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it's fucking gross. It's such a good effect, but again, I was like heartbroken because I was like, "This, this is my, I, I like Ren. Yeah. He's my guy. I'm gonna be rooting for him the rest of this <laughs> yeah, movie." Yeah, Fucking five minutes later, it's just like, "Fuck you." <laughs> it does. It does a really good job of of uh, 
like fucking with expectations both yeah. in and yeah. out of universe. Like that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. what's happening to them and it's what's yeah. happening to us is is like there's just this um like when it happens in an anime, I call it like an information war. When it's like literally just who knows the most, like the the whole fucking it's hilarious like someone thinks they've beaten batman and they're like literally holding him by the neck and he's like yeah yeah well i let you beat the shit out of me because <laughs> because i knew about this that and this uh by yeah. the way you probably want a duck you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> like I- I let the acid eat my face, but soon you'll see. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, that's what I just wanted you to think. <laughs> um, but that's basically what this movie is. Is like we never see who the like bad guys are behind all of this, but it is just these people making guesses, and those guesses working to some degree. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, it's all trial and error. Yeah, for sure. yeah, and it is just truly like the essence of that information war, where it's just like if they had known anything going in, maybe they would have had you know more of a chance. But that's like the yeah. experiment yeah. here. If that's what's going on, like you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's what I also love about it is that you're right in that aspect too, because it, it does fuck with expectation. You expect to get any sort of answer yeah. by the end. And there is literally none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> none in sight. And they, they try to figure it out. Like, Quentin starts trying to be like, but he's like, Levin, what are you? Yeah, like, you get the semblance of an idea of what's going uh-huh. on, but you never get confirmation either way. Yeah. yeah. You never get firm confirmation. It's just more and more fucking questions as you go on. Well, that's why I think it's superior to... <laughs> I mean, Saw for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, in, um, in terms of I, like, pl- the platform is really good. Yeah, platform is. The, I'm the, saying, yeah, it's, the platform <clears throat> is like the sublimation. Absolutely, like, like absolutely, like like, absolutely. The, the, like the cube is Chuck Berry, and the and the platform <laughs> is Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Chuck is still a, a, a fucking legend, but like, it, you you put <laughs> you, you put him in a shred off. I'm sorry. I mean, thank you. That was beautiful. Cube walk so platform could run. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My hands look like this, so her hands uh, can look like this. Yeah. <laughs> Spain was like, we should make a movie with one set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking true, dude. That's so uh, true. We, yeah, we have to do uh, the platform. We will. That's we will absolutely. That's a great, great yeah. film. It's such a good fucking Man, movie, dude. Spain's got some fucking bangers. Yeah, absolutely. Spanish cinema. I mean, we yeah, did yeah. the Untamed. Like, we fucking mm-hmm. we know Spanish do, cinema bangs. I want to do Julia's Eyes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to get into listing fucking our favorite Spanish yeah. movies. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Again, we just, this is a home for all all uh, streams of color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. All fucking horror. <laughs> the horror blanket is, is a very wide one. Mm. <laughs> the horror quilt. The horror quilt. The, ho- the horror quilt. <laughs> so so quentin asks everyone about their occupations he's like okay holloway's the doctor i'm a cop 
Ren was an escape artist. We <laughs> was we fucking... we all you know serve a function like that like yeah. that makes sense like <laughs> so <laughs> worth what what are you and he said I, I was I was just a worker I was in an office building doing office building mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Levin says I, I he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Levin says <laughs> I I go to school I hang out with my friends I don't do anything I'm mm-hmm. like pissing my uh. Um, like my future away, like her. Uh, yeah. God, I can't think of the word. Like her possibility, you know. Like she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, her, yeah, basically her I, whole promise of like. I refuse to believe that this girl has friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Fuck. The the meek version of her, sure. Sure. But the the later version well, she goes of her, whole hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit is wild. Dude. The the what we got coming is math, bitch. <laughs> math, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because she's like the the older people are like they want to escape too, but mm-hmm. she's like. She's just like, oh, I I threw everything away. Like I should have tried harder. Is like how she feels. Like maybe mm-hmm. that would have like changed her situation or something. It's just kind of interesting to see like the difference in <coughs> in like their mindsets. Like she's she's just like, oh, I go to school and I hang out with my friends. I don't do enough. That's that's what I do. Not enough. I'm not like figuring my life yeah, out. Yeah, I don't yeah. do enough math. <laughs> and that's oh, I just that's all about to change. <laughs> that's that's why I was like unsure if she was in high school or college. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, her naive like the naivete and like the 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 mousiness, I guess, of it. It it kind of like it, it's almost like she's playing. Younger than she actually mm-hmm. was, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so I, I understand the confusion for sure. She, she we both agreed uh, that she is a bit Naomi Watts. Mm. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah, very much. She. Very much she so. reminds me of. Uh, I don't know if it's Rory or Lorelai. That's the daughter on uh, that one show. Damn it! Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is that called? Gilmore Girls. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she reminds me of the younger one on on Gilmore Girls, kind of. Uh, Alexis Bledel. I yeah, total blank spot for that. No fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's like she was in Sin City. Sure, that's so <laughs> weird. But she was. You're right. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she was in there. She's wow. her eyes were blue. She's all. She's also uh, in The Handmaid's Tale. Is she? Yes, as like really? as like a very aggressive character. It's like very nice. it's very strange to see. She's she's been on my radar radar since um been on my radar. Tuck, <laughs> Tuck everlasting. Mm. I, I, I okay, so she is known then. She's been around, yeah. I was say I look. I was like, she looks super familiar. I just didn't mm. know. I, I think I, I think we're I've... talking about Lorelai. That's who I was talking about. Oh, or okay, okay, what, okay. Whatever her name is, Alexis Bledel. That's that's what I was All saying. Right. Is that she's yeah. on um, uh, Handmaid's Tale? Uh, okay, okay. Mm. I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> we're we're talking about Cube here. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> her name is Nicole DeBoer. Mm-hmm. That's that's Levin. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're back. That, that's Levin. The, yeah, I'm trying. I'm with trying the to the glasses. She uh, has broken glasses. Broken yes. glasses. Yep. That she mousily takes mousily. off and puts back on. Oh, did we pass Whoa. the part where they're her what, what? her <laughs> debut her debut role was in Freddy the Freeloader's Christmas Dinner, which starred <laughs> which starred Red Skelton and Vincent <laughs> Price. What Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind Damn. of powerhouse fucking bullshit? How old was she? That's wild. Uh, dude. She was definitely young. Uh, let me see. 1981. Well, yeah. She was 11. Yeah, wow. She was 11. 11 wow. was 11. Yeah, acting opposite of Vincent fucking Price. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. So she, <laughs> That's fucking crazy. She's in, she, she's <clears throat> in Kids in the Hall, and she's in the Kids in the Hall movie. Nice. That's so funny. She's a- wait. That's it's Canadian, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. She's on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. She's in Stargate Atlantis. Wow. Uh, she's in a movie called Family of Cops Three under subs- <laughs> under suspicion. It's the prequel to this one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And and she's on a she's currently on a show called Private Eyes. Nice. So oh, she's cool. she's yeah she is a known. She's quantity. still working. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. She yeah. hasn't become a duchess. You know, I like I like AJ Langer. <laughs> yeah, you know what I th- I liked her immediately. I was like I was like oh she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought was was a strange thing here was uh just the the names Levin and Worth because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh like Leavenworth like Leavenworth Prison yeah 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 exactly I th- yeah I th- that's good that's you mm-hmm. know that has to be a thing you know that has to be yeah. like where they got it from there's no fucking way <laughs> yeah I felt like that one was a <clears throat> and then Quentin San Quentin is a prison San Quentin exactly they're ah. all like named after yeah like yeah they're all named sort of I think after Hall- Holloway after is prison. a prison in the yep. UK mm-hmm. cool. I wonder if Ren is one in like it's in gotta France. Be. Center Penitentiaire de Rain. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's it's a, it's a it's a women's prison. Wow. Hmm. That's fucking federal, crazy, dude. Fe- like, that's... Federal prison camp Alderson in West Virginia, which wow, is also for that. female inmates. That's so funny. Do we have a Kazan? Kazan is a mental hospital. It's a mental. Wow, oh, interesting. Nice. Uh, clever. I'm gonna give him that. That's fucking clever. Like that. I yeah. love that. That's some like that's some like Breaking Bad shit with all the names mm. like having to do with you know certain things. But I mean, yeah. That's yeah. It's clever. I'm gonna mm. give him that. That's fucking. That's really really smart. That's that's really that's unique to put into a script. Yeah, like, every single one that we googled, names. I was getting like more impressed. I was like, I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> San Quentin. Okay, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. <laughs> Damn. I gotta talk about this line before we go on. Please, because they were they were trying to remember. Like, do you remember how you got here? I just woke up here, yeah, and yeah. and Holloway is like. Pierogies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What the?" They're fuck? They're like, "What?" She's like, "I was making dinner, pierogies." And she uh, like, I think she described the ingredients. Yeah, she started just the whole mess. You make two cups of pasta. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. Someone put something in her pierogies. <laughs> it's like what the? Fuck? <clears throat> yeah. 
something because they all start going like, what's the, uh, you know, what's the last thing you remember? And a, a couple of them are like, Quentin's like, I was shaving. And that's what he says later. He's like eight or nine hours have passed. Or I guess he mm-hmm. says it in this scene and he's like, I know because I'm starting to get five o'clock shadow. And the last thing I remember is shaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking clever. Again, like there's. Yeah. I guess there was more dialogue in here that I like. I'm not giving enough credence. That's so it was the pretty thing. Fucking interesting. Yeah, I remember it being. I think I remember it being. I thought it wasn't so good because some of the acting is kind of stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, the writing is solid. great. The script is fucking solid for yeah. this movie. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing too. When you give this to someone and it's like, like thinking about it in writing form, you know, like they're in another room. It's just a different color, but it's the same room. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah like, exactly. You're like, how the fuck? Do you, that's why we were just like, I don't know. Yeah, like you were saying, like a lot of it is gonna be like explaining. And then they did this for a while. I would, yeah. I would love to, to read the script. I should, I should hunt down this. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, so Holloway mentions that. You know, she she has her pierogies outburst. So then she says she's having them with sour cream. And I was like, oh, fuck, that sounds so good. Uh, <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> the only time I've ever had a pierogi was at a burn. I was at Lakes of Fire. I was on acid nice. for the first time. Nice. And this man aggressively made us all take a pierogi. <laughs> He was like, he had one plate that was cinnamon rolls and the other one was pierogies. And he was like, uh, take a pierogi. like red pill, blue and pill. <laughs> we were all like on drugs and we were like, I want the cinnamon roll. <laughs> and he's like, take the pierogi. And, like- and we couldn't, like we were high and also we're dumb Americans and we couldn't tell the difference. We're like, which one's the pierogi? He's uh, like, it's a fucking pierogi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I took one. In, and, all, in all honesty, I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a hot pocket or something. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Just, it's just a little, a little like, like wrapper, like, like tortilla-esque, you know what I mean? Like dumpling Word. wrapper kind of thing. Word. And yeah. it's just uh, cheese and potato. It's it's just like oh, ma- it's just like mashed up bomb. cheese and potato. That's all that it is. Dang. And when when made right, they're crispy. Mm. Um, oh, can, can we get some progress? It's definitely not the thing to be eating on acid. I'll tell you that because I, I took one bite <laughs> I and I carried it around for an hour and then I threw it in the porta potty. I don't know. It's so look funny. At me. To look at me, I will eat anything on acid. It just wasn't. And off of acid. It wasn't the right thing for the time. <laughs> Cinnamon roll would have been Cinnamon great, roll would have been. That's your, that's your cool That's your cool area. Yeah, I that's hope that guy's zone. listening. I, 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 think, I think, too, part of it was just the, the internal <laughs> annoyance. Like if, you, like, if you didn't see cinnamon rolls, you might be like, oh, that's nice. He just doesn't want people to trip on an empty stomach. But yeah. because of cinnamon rolls, you were like, what an asshole. This fucking mm-hmm. guy, yeah. wave cinnamon rolls in my face, makes me take this bullshit. Tell me. I mean, he probably thought we were stupid, but it, you know, because maybe he doesn't know what people on drugs are like. <laughs> well then, well then, he's stupid for being at a burn, yeah, and being some whack ass sober sober person, yeah. So fucking funny. <laughs> What were we talking uh, about? Pierogies. pierogies. <laughs> Smoke crack like a regular, well-adjusted person. Okay? 
I'm like a goddamn adult. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, so Holloway mentions that she normally has a bunch of like rings and brooches on her. And that she doesn't oh, have yeah, them. They took, yeah, they took all of those. Yeah. And that prompts Quentin to like notice that Levin has her glasses and ask, you know, to the group, like, why would they leave those? And he like kind of grills her a little more, like, tell us more. Like, what did you study? And she's like, I don't know. I'm a nobody. I'm just like really, really great at mathematics. <laughs> I'm just kind of good at this one thing. You know what I mean? And they're like, well... There's like numbers on the crawl space. Can you, you know, figure something out with that? And so she climbs up and so okay, I like that he specifically <clears throat> is the one who tells her. Quentin tells Levin to get up there and like mm-hmm. solve the shit, right? Yeah. I think, so, yeah. I think you like he's the one who literally initiates it. Mm-hmm. And then fucking not two minutes later, he's telling her she's stupid for what she's telling him. <laughs> it's, it's like true. what the fuck? Yeah, he's he's got that 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 big uh, conservative energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, so look, if 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 you're on the right um, side of the aisle and you're listening to this podcast, fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> horror is not for you yeah exactly it's about you I don't know. it's about <laughs> you <laughs> I, I i love um alienating uh bad people yeah exactly <laughs> justifiable alienation um so that so we'll know why our uh, rating goes down the listener ratings <laughs> if i don't fucking want it right um so oh, she fuck. she looks at the crawl space of the room that ren had gone into she mm-hmm. compares it to some of the other numbers she works on it for a while. They're like stuck in the room for a little bit while she's trying to figure out what to do with any of this. And uh, Worth is kind of helping a little bit, like not be as involved in the mathematics, but as like someone to bounce things off of, it, it more seems mm-hmm. like. And so she mm-hmm. realizes that when these numbers add up to a prime in some way, I don't think that the math in this movie was like actual math. <laughs> I don't know, man. I it, like went fucking dumb. When yeah, it, I started talking numbers. I, I was like, all right. I don't think it's real math. I think they like meant to have somebody like figure it out later. Then they just never did. Um, yeah, yeah, it works like, for me. They like talk them in circles. Fucking get them dizzy. They talk about a few <laughs> concepts, and those concepts are real. But then, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but so and like I was talking about this recently too. I was like, I was pretty good at math uh, throughout my like high school years, and like even in my college years, I was like pretty good at math. I fucking hated it, but like. I was able to like pick a bunch of so like the terms that they were throwing out. I was like, oh yeah, these are like they. I know what they mean. I can understand how anybody else watched this fucking movie would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely like, I was like, okay, so they are using real, you know, terms and shit. Yeah, yeah they're, they're know, counting on it to go over your head. Accurate it all is. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Successful. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, she's, so she's like, okay, if the numbers are prime, 
there's a booby trap. And they're like, well, how do you know that based off one? And then she starts rattling off the numbers from all of the rooms <laughs> that have been booby trapped so far. I love you just check out. You're like, then she starts on her bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, um, hello. And from exactly. there on, she's That's insufferable. Yeah, exactly. This is where the flip happens. And then she's just like, fucking idiots. She just got high on math. <laughs> Smoking math. <laughs> math. Math and amphetamines? Not even once. Not, <laughs> <laughs> Not even once. <laughs> so it's, it's funny because they're like literally trapped inside of a facility and she she oh. says, I have a facility for numbers. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh. virgin. <laughs> Which might be age appropriate. I really cannot tell how young she's supposed to be. Am I, exactly. you know? So <laughs> I think she's supposed to be 20. Oh my God. I could see that, but I could also see her being like 17, you know? Like she's in she's yeah. in that kind of mm, nebulous. Like advanced, advanced college years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all I know is that, you know, as a man of advanced age, I would cross the street if I saw her. Across the street. Wait, are they are they uh, sucking buttons yet? Yes. You know what? Thank you so much. Oh, we totally forgot. That was from from early on. That was earlier. Yeah. 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 Holloway's like freaking out. Did Ren? Yeah. While yeah, Ren gave it to her. Yeah. While Ren is still alive, Holloway's like freaking out and and Mm -hmm. saying, you know, after this long, this is gonna happen, and like talking about the symptoms they're all gonna go through. And then he says, suck on it. And she's like, what? And he rips a button <laughs> off her shirt and hands it to her and reveals like, he's Jesus, sucking dude. on one too. Um, which is which is like a valid uh, like survival tactic. Mm-hmm. Is it? I I had never heard of this before. Mm-hmm. I was like, that it, just sounds like some it's like ch- weird like boomer thing that they're just like, yeah, it's good for hay fever. I don't it, know what the fuck. It's, uh, it's like chewing on gum, you know? Like it just... It just gives you something. When you chew on something, your yeah, your yeah. mouth creates saliva. So yeah, just, yeah, mm-hmm. the cell, the saliva glands get worked out for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. I can so understand. that so that was just like such a weird thing to like put in the middle of this. I was like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're all snacking on buttons, and it's like they're, <laughs> it's like everybody has a like a cough drop that they're just working yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's funny because early on, too, Levin is like, they have to feed us, don't they? And everyone's like, you're so fucking naive. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, you poor, sweet, stupid, innocent young thing. <laughs> and so as they, as they move on, Levin's purpose becomes attempting to crack the code. And she's using, uh, it's good that we brought up the buttons because she's using the button to oh to mark yeah to like right into the steel yeah like frame. She, exactly yeah, yeah. on these tiny little yeah. pieces of steel <clears throat> she's doing all these calculations um that's yeah, pretty cool and so they find themselves in a place where there's traps all around and below obviously you know not the way they came from but they don't want to backtrack mm-hmm. and so they look up and they're like oh shit you know i guess that's the only way to do it so Quentin mm-hmm. starts climbing up the wall to go upwards and he uh, he opens or he's trying to open the door in the ceiling and he's like, it's stuck. I don't know why it's stuck. 
and it finally comes loose. And when it comes loose, that's right. That's that's, right. that's when someone falls through that's the ceiling, right. yeah, and almost uh, knocks Levin over. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, another man named Kazan, and he just uh, is really, really going full simple Jack with his p- portrayal. Yeah, like he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like hitting yeah, the side it's... of his head. He has this like finger twitch. Yeah, finger twitch. Which yeah. like I'll, yeah. it looks real. It looks like it mm-hmm, looks like it's mm-hmm. a real tick, but it's also just yeah, like you know they're playing this up, and it's just like exhausting. Yeah, it's just, it's just really yeah. Yeah, and they and yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to be like jokey with this one. It's just like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to be frank when there's when there's like a, a distasteful element. Yeah, and, and as we said, it's pretty, it's pretty. Bad. As we said earlier, the the Japanese remake replacing him with a thirteen year old boy, brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, perfect. That's a, yeah, it's definitely now, more tasteful. Now you have someone for Holloway to mother, which she does. Everyone kind of mm-hmm. sees him as a burden, mm-hmm. and Holloway's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'll I'll help him." You know, I'm a doctor. Absolutely. He he yeah. like starts hitting his head against the wall, and she blocks his head with her hand, yeah. which is like a yeah, very like sweet moment. That's what I was gonna say. Like their relationship and like dynamic was very sweet, and mm-hmm. like it definitely like it made the impact of like her loss later on. Then just like ah, oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like yeah, it, just, it really does make that impactful. But yeah, the fact that he was written like this, and then you know then they doubled down and then portrayed it like this. It was just like ah, it's that's no, not great. You know, it's not not fantastic. But you know. I guess we have to forgive it for the times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it is an impressive performance. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. I just don't know if it was necessary. It's, it's complicated to credit that, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's absolutely. not a good, it's not a good choice, but he choice. did a good job of, within that with the consistency realm, of, of it. Course. Yeah. 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 Of yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so they decide to bring him along even though they're not sure you know what function he's going to serve in the group mm-hmm. they they're like he's he's a trap they end up saying at at one point i believe quentin says oh i didn't even know that he said that that's interesting yeah and uh so they speculate more about you know who could possibly be behind this and Quentin and Holloway are really starting to like get at each other's throats at this po- at oh, yeah. this point. Quentin just keeps saying that they're all conspiracy theories, and Holloway your real tinfoil hat. Yeah, Hol- <laughs> Holloway keeps like you get the vibe that like she was a, a college hippie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's interesting. That's yeah, I didn't think about that. That's holy tracks. Yeah, you're and right. and so they're they're arguing with each other, and uh, he ends up slapping her because he he reveals that he lives with his kids and that their mom is gone uh her fucking rebuttals dude her fucking like snapbacks at him though i was like oh yeah you go girl (laughs) yeah and it's it's clear that everyone's just just getting unhinged and you know he's he's got three kids at home so it's like at this Mm -hmm. point you're like okay that's that's why you're going crazy is you need to get out mm-hmm. of here and yeah. uh i love it though she, after he hits her and she's just like i bet you hit your kids too yeah right? and mm-hmm. and he reveals yeah, like damn he reveals that his kids are three five and seven which are all prime numbers yeah yeah mm. that's interesting oh i like that <laughs> 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. This this movie's winning me over real fast. I, I couldn't help but notice that. Were you going to say something, Evelyn? Oh, just that she went. She went straight for his uh, masculinity. Yeah. Definitely. And he did not take it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then everyone else is like telling him to stop. You're you're freaking Kazan out. Like this isn't helping at all. And mm-hmm. he's he's just being an asshole. And so they go back to doing math and moving through rooms. And they get to a room that should not be trapped. And as he goes into it, uh, Worth lets Quentin go ahead of him. And Quentin goes into the room and there's a trap of like rotating uh, razor wires and they're like in the air in front of him and they tell him to stop. That's right. And he notices it and he does this like. I don't know why. Like this (laughs) part feels like it should have been in like the, the 90s Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, <laughs> he just so he just funny. does this like action roll out of it. <laughs> yeah, he totally <laughs> Jean Claude's his way out of there. <laughs> so it it oh, it man. proves that Levin's theory up until now is not foolproof, and she mm-hmm, she apologizes mm-hmm. and she's all freaked out, and he like kind of privately or quietly is like, no, worth new. And she's like, "How how could he know?" And he's like, "I don't know, but he but he fucking knew, and he he wanted me to die." Doesn't he? He he gets like uh like one of its it skins him on his leg, doesn't yeah, it? Like it, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like the razor, yeah, like like when he dives out, he gets injured on his leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, that the one where all it's there are a lot of rooms with wires in them? Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where all the wires twist again? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dives out of that. Yeah, he dives so out. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, I liked. I again, I liked the the creative like way that the the traps were like placed and then executed. Mm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that they all like disappear, like as yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it all just goes into the walls, and the room just looks like all the other rooms every time, mm-hmm. except for the corpse in the room now. <laughs> yeah. um, but that would have been cool to see like how that cut him up but we kind of already got that in like the first shot uh or the first yeah scene yeah, anyway. yeah yeah they're like we're not gonna we're not gonna repeat ourselves <laughs> and so everyone else rests and levin just does more math and <laughs> <laughs> this is the montage scenes, yeah yeah because <laughs> this fucking shit dude. math montage it's like they're they're like yeah we're low on uh, shots. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Film this number five real close. <laughs> <laughs> the the and what is the sound? What's the sound that's happening? When you there's like a a woman doing just like spooky vocals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then just yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of that. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck. It's very entertaining. Oh, it's so funny, dude. Yeah, Does that it, was great. Well, what what movie is it where they have that sound effect? Those famous for that. Oh, well, oh, the, the, uh, Friday the audition. The oh yeah, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, the cheeky, ha ha ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say audition. I thought it was like that sounded like what it was from audition. Uh-huh. I, I like that during this part while they're like talking about it 
uh, about the cube and like its purpose where they're all like injured or when he's injured and they're all resting like mm. they're all talking about you know what could possibly be the purpose of this thing and worth mm-hmm. finally admits that he helped to build yeah. the cube it's so interesting and that he designed its outer shell and he says you know Oh, I remember he was like, they were arguing about how they're going to get out. And he bursts out. There is no way out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He how says, do you know that's that? That's right. Yeah. Hall- Halloway goes in and she's like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, yeah. And then he's like, I yeah. was involved. <laughs> so don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and so, and I and I think too it's it's also because she's come to a dead end with the math, so he realizes he has he can do something to help. And mm-hmm. yeah. and I I yeah. like there's some really good lines in this movie. Um, a little bit before this, when they're butting heads, uh, Quentin says to him, "Not all of us have the luxury to play nihilist." Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. thought that was a pretty good. That's a good line. That's a good like. I'm gonna give credit where it's due. It's fucking. That's a solid line. Yeah, and then in this scene, while they're talking about like what could possibly be the purpose of this thing, and I think this is where Quentin is like, oh, it's just some sick rich guy's like fetish. Like this is yeah, like yeah. there is no, you know, grand conspiracy, like government work. conspiracy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Worth basically tells them, you know, everyone involved in this project is so isolated. One hand doesn't know what the other is doing. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is, if there ever was a purpose to this thing, it's been lost and forgotten. And we have only been placed inside so that there is some use out of this thing. <laughs> that's so fucked. <laughs> that's so fucked, dude. That's such a fucked way to put that. It's so good. And he he says that this is this is a headless blunder masquerading as a yeah. plan. Yeah, I love that. I was like, that's such a fucking creative mm-hmm. like villain it, you're you're fighting a fucking idea like yeah that's so fucked that's, that's proper horror yeah, absolutely there's no absolutely. one uh at the steering wheel <laughs> absolutely yeah, it, that's it, fucking it, it terrifying was some conspiracy they don't even know what it's for anymore <laughs> so they just put people in it to see what happens <laughs> that's so mm-hmm. fucked dude i love again if that was the reason that we were given if anyone at all I would love that. I would love it if that was the, you know, like the fucking reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not. And we're just left to wonder. And I actually like that, too. <laughs> so so Quentin, like, presses him and is like, who who contracted you? Who did you mm-hmm. talk to? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I honestly don't yeah. know. I just got the job. You, and I talked to I, a phone. And I took the job. Yeah. And everyone starts oh, to become, like, distrustful of him. And then Quentin takes one of their remaining boots and it's hard to tell whether he punches him in the face at first or whether he smacks him with the fucking boot. I think he smacks him with the boot. Yeah. And then when he's on the ground, he just beats the fuck out of him with the boot. He goes right into his job instincts, man. (laughs) Yeah. And he's 
like Worth is like he remembers his training. <laughs> Worth is like bleeding out of his fucking ears. Like yeah, dude, it's mm-hmm. rough. Yeah, he's fucking he's, again. That's basically near manslaughter. Yeah, <laughs> and and so he in after being beaten, he tells them the dimensions of the outer cube and that there's some space between the outside and the inside. And he, he gives her the dimensions and she walks off the room and does the math. And she goes, okay, uh, it's 434 feet on each side. That's 26 rooms. That's 17,576 rooms. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And because she's a bitch, she's pacing it out and she walks straight up to Kazan and oh, she's like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, oh, you're fucking nasty, dude. Yeah, that, like that shit was unnecessary for sure. Absolutely. They all started just treating him like shit. I was like, fuck you guys, man. And then, and then she realizes, she runs back to some of the numbers and she asks them to like tell her other numbers that are around, you know, the, the rooms around them. She does all this math and she goes, okay, these are... Cartesian coordinates, and that allows you fucking, to to right, map okay. out a location on a three dimensional like graph. Yeah, that's right. So like x x y z, you know, in a cube, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. allows you to to yeah. tell where in the cube something is. Mm-hmm. And so she she does some, you know, does her math, and she's like, okay, if we go seven rooms in this direction, we'll get to the edge. And when we get to the edge, we can figure out like what the hell to do next. Mm-hmm. And so they start using their remaining boots. They're losing boots all throughout the film as they're going through every trap. <laughs> yeah. And they, they get to a room where, <clears throat> again, traps on all sides except for down. And uh, they don't want to have to backtrack. But this trap below them is sound activated. And, yeah, and so we. This was a good fucking mm. scene. Yeah. I like this little tension lot. gets very very high. <laughs> Hell yeah, this is so good. And <laughs> and so Kazan is just like huh, and the all these spikes yeah. are shooting out all over the room. The spikes was fucking cool because it's actually the the cover when we looked it up on mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Amazon. It's the cover like that they did like artwork for. It's just a boot through a spike. I was like ah, oh, that's cool. Whatever the fuck this is all about. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've only ever seen the one that's like on on Wiki, uh, which, funny enough, it kind of reminds me of Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, for sure. It's just um, Alderson looking through the grate, like the mm-hmm. the hatch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so yeah, we see Kazan like making noise and like kind of being entertained by it. And they're all like, yeah, this is fucking insane. We're going to leave Kazan here. And mm-hmm. and Holloway's like, no, you're absolutely not. And they're all, including Levin, they're all like, don't worry, we'll come back for him. And Holloway's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's a fucking lie. And you could see mm-hmm. the guilt on uh, Mean Girl Levin's face. <laughs> <laughs> mean Girl? Like, she, she, she gets called <laughs> out, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And so Kazan covers his mouth and the they do this really interesting technique where like Worth goes first and Quentin is like facing the hole and 
worth like climbs between his legs and Quint at this point they're making him like go like they're forcing him though right like they're just like no like you don't have a choice you're fucking Quentin says that and then all the others like rebel back and they're like even though he you know might not be a good person we can't do that we're all we're gonna we're gonna keep taking turns that's right um and and I I will say too Mm -hmm. now that we know that like that he was part of all of this uh Mm. that's that's why he was bleeding he oh interesting. They, they like they fucked him up before they threw him in the queue yeah they threw him in there yeah oh okay that's fucking neat okay that that very much tracks i like that and, read. and leading up to the sound activated trap too <clears throat> when they go into the very next room after he beats him with the boot he just throws <clears throat> him into the middle of the next room yeah yeah, he doesn't even <laughs> fucking onto the handle. Dude, it's so and funny. then there's a part where they move downward, and he just drops him through the fucking hatch. Yeah, and he like lands on the hatch. And I noticed near the end of the movie that uh, uh, Worth has like a blood spot on like his like back hip. Like I saw that too. So mm. like that was from getting thrown downward and landing on the well, hatch. Yeah, of course. But I just thought That's it was so a, a nice uh, attention to detail to to bring. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Like the continuity is fucking fantastic. Oh, for oh sure. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially with his blood like getting wiped across his face throughout like the rest yeah. of the movie. It's yeah. it's really well done. For sure. Um, and so he, Quentin is like above him, holding him by the shirt. And he like flips downward and like over into the room ra- yeah, rather than like strange. dropping down because they're trying not to make mm-hmm. any noise. Isn't that room dark? Yeah, it's like dark blue. Yeah, yeah. Dark blue. It's yeah, like yeah, all, the blue. only room that, that is that dark. I yeah, think. it looks a little like for sure, like more dim than the other ones for sure. Yeah. I wonder if that was like an indicator that it's like sound activated almost. Yeah, I don't somehow know. you know what I mean. Like yeah. somehow that's supposed to be a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you'd think there might be more blatant clues that maybe they didn't figure out, and they just mm-hmm. went because they don't. They just keep operating on on guesses the and theories theory. until it's proven wrong, and then they like reassess. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's true. And so, uh, and the uh, both of the women help with worth like flipping him over and helping him like get down there he Mm. goes through and then holloway goes through and or not holloway uh levin goes through and he quentin does it on his own because she's lighter obviously and then holloway Mm. goes through and then he does kazan and kazan goes the wrong way Dude, that was so stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stressful. Yeah. Cause Kazan goes the wrong way, and then you can see mm. that he like wants to talk. And Holloway's like standing in the middle of the room, like silently coaching him. Worth yeah. Worth and Levin are in the the hatch safe. Yeah. And she finally gets him over to the, the hatch. They're all good. And then Quentin comes down, which just like what core strength to like do that flip over maneuver by <laughs> yourself. Like that's yeah, fucking seriously. That's insane. Um and <laughs> I was sweating just watching. <laughs> and he comes down and he's right in front of the door when all of a sudden Kazan like gets a smile on his face and just makes another like huh sound. And yeah, Quentin dude. Quentin like 
jumps into the tunnel and like pushes everyone into the into the next room and uh i actually got a little ahead of myself earlier this is where he ends up slapping holloway and saying like we should just fucking let him die he's a trap all this stuff oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure and yeah, everyone's yeah. just like dude you're you're insane you can't act like this just cuz just cuz you're a cop yeah. and <laughs> and they finally the tension is relieved when uh, i believe it's levin looks in the next doorway and they're there they're at the edge there's just all this yeah. this blackness there's you can hear air like moving which probably mm-hmm. feels great to them at this point mm-hmm. and yeah and they're looking you know at at the edge they had theorized earlier that the gap would be you know about 1 cube across um and quentin says okay well Let's make a rope out of our clothes and I'll try and swing over there. And everyone's Levin literally tells him, dude, you weigh like 500 pounds. <laughs> and, and Levin so volunteers. Sassy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super sassy. Levin volunteers <laughs> and ho- and they're like, no, you can't because if you die, then everybody's fucked. You're doing the math. And mm-hmm. Holloway's like, OK, well, I'm the second lightest. You should let me do it. And so that she says in a very spooky way, right? She's she gets this like look. Yeah. She gets that look that people get when they're like, "Yeah, it's time. Nothing matters." Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, she pretty much resigned. Yeah, it's I, pretty. Uh, I have seen this look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so uh, she they they make a rope out of all their clothes, and everyone's just in the same like mint green boxers and white shirts yeah which is like kind of funny because I, I don't know it's always <laughs> weird when it's like and then we undressed and redressed you while you were naked <laughs> exactly. like, like it's not haha funny it's weird funny <laughs> it's weird funny <laughs> and so she she goes out she's she has the rope wrapped around her everyone's holding on even Kazan I liked that Kazan is, is yeah. helping in this mm-hmm. part Mm-hmm. Um and she's she starts trying to swing to the other side, uh, which is ju- it's just totally smooth. So it's like, what are you even doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. She, I don't know how the fuck they expect that to work. Yeah, she takes she takes three attempts, and on the third one, she everyone kind of slips and she starts to fall. And Quentin mm-hmm. like jumps out the hatch basically and catches God. the clothes and helps her and starts pulling her up. And as she gets really, really close to him and starts reaching for his hand, he's looking at her. This is the this is the moment you were talking about. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, absolutely. It, and his face uh, yeah. just completely drops. And I don't drops. I don't remember if he says anything. Oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, and she's not. No. She's not saying anything either because she's just mm-hmm. like in pure disbelief, and she's yeah. just like mouthing the words. She's like, "Please, no, please, just don't. Like, yeah. please, just yeah. pull me in." And everyone's like, "What's happening? What's happening?" And he just fucking drops His her. Fucking smile though, dude. Like he smiles just a little mm. bit. Like he smirks before he lets her go. I was just like, damn. Yeah, his face just drops when he like realizes I can I can get rid of you. I can do this. Yep. Yeah, like no one will even know. And he just completely mm-hmm. lets go of her. And she just falls God. hundreds of feet. Yeah. Um 
It's fucked, dude. It's so fucked. And then he just walks in, just like, and he. Uh, well, that sucked, didn't it? <laughs> he just. He's like, that's a she, bummer. She slipped. Yeah, he says it so matter of factly and like weird, yeah. but also, like the way Evelyn said it, just makes me feel like, uh, okay, maybe I could see the like despondency, but mm-hmm. but also maybe Evelyn's just a better actor. <laughs> <laughs> I won't rule it out. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're all and they're all definitely dubious. They're all like, mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Did, did she? Like you? Like you guys were just <laughs> arguing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm no cop, but oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so then they decide. Okay, that that was you know scary, but. Maybe if we get to the bottom, then when we get out, we can like walk across and we can we can get out of here like that. And so mm-hmm. that becomes the new objective. And they, you know, tensions are high and she's uh, Levin is just like, I can't remember exactly what she says, but she's just not going along with him. So Quentin's getting mad. And then Worth is mm-hmm. like. Hey, um, maybe we should let her sleep. Like we haven't slept in God knows how long. And he goes, yeah. "Okay, you're right. One hour." And they go, "How are we gonna know how long an hour <laughs> exactly. is?" And in the most piggish response <laughs> possible, piggish. he says, "An hour is as long as I say." As long as I say it is. Mm-hmm. Piggish, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely had that's de- definitely had an odor of bacon to it for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's some that's some real uh, weapon of the state shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> weapon of the state. <laughs> an hour's as long as I say it is. Like okay, <laughs> and so they all just sprawl out on the floor, which is kind of hilarious, honestly, oh, to just see the yeah. four of them uh, sleeping there. And, yeah, and then we get another montage, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> another... uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, of them moving in their sleep a little bit, <clears throat> and then uh, Quentin wakes up first and picks up the still sleeping Levin and carries her through the the hatch into another room, and he tells her that we have to abandon them. You know, it. This is it. I figured out what the key to this place is. It's one man and one woman. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, and you gotta like restart society. The sanctity of marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Sure. I just put something together. I just put something together. So mm-hmm. when What's when up? he slaps Holloway, the thing that ends up like being the final thing that that like makes him do it is they're arguing. She brings up his family. She's like doing some low blows, and then she's like, she basically says. Your wife left you because of your taste for young girls, and there mm-hmm. and there was this joke earlier where oh. where Quentin said like he wants to get out and like have dinner, and Levin's like if we get out of here I'll make you dinner, and then later mm-hmm. later in the movie he says like oh well maybe we'll be having that dinner sooner than expected, oh. mm-hmm. And then yeah, and he kind of gives her some looks mm-hmm. throughout. And then she, Ew. and then when Holloway says your wife left you because you have a thing for young girls, 
and she he slaps her and then when he's with uh Holloway or with Levin here away from yeah. everyone else he says Holloway was a spy they sent her after me she knew she knew too That's much about right. me and she revealed stuff she shouldn't have which means mm. like That's right. he almost definitely did either you, you know it's definitely uh, a perverse act because like power balance mm. and he's you know a much older man he's like in his late 30s um mm-hmm. but yeah he maybe he assaulted somebody but like that's definitely what broke up his marriage was a younger woman mm. yeah mm-hmm. um i was like guess I, Damn, I was like that's fuck that's fucking that's a great read on that i never would have gotten i was that. trying to figure out what was the thing she said that was too much and then yeah, and yeah, then, yeah that caused that and, yeah, and, and just now react. I like I like realized like oh that must have been it and so he's like yeah one man one woman that's the key if we get down there then they'll let mm-hmm. us out because we figured it out and he starts like sliding his hand in her shirt and she's just like no what the fuck and like jumps yeah. up um yeah. and he he becomes abusive and I think he he strikes her as well I don't think he punches her uh no, I, yeah, I'm. If I miss, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he's still. He also uh, slaps her. Um, and then Worth and Kazan show up, and she runs over to them, and Quentin is, you know, like just talking crazy, and they're like, "Yeah, we know that you definitely killed Holloway," and then, mm-hmm. and then Quentin goes even harder on Worth and beats the shit out of him and throws mm-hmm. him through uh, the door in the floor. This is when he goes through the floor. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. and Worth is laughing hysterically and they all get down there and they're like, what are you laughing at? And he turns and Ren's corpse is there. Dude, <laughs> that was fucking, that was a great reveal. It, that was it was. Such a I good thought reveal. it was going to be Alderson when you see the corpse face down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny because they never find Alderson, so they know they don't even know that this dude was ever there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and so they all think that they've just been going in circles, and everyone is you know like despondent and what's even the point? <laughs> and yep. and Worth suddenly notices he opens uh, one of the hatches, and I believe there it's also on the edge. Yeah. Or or it's not even on the edge, but there's no room there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, and right. he's like, well, what the, you know, the the acid room should be there. There's no room mm-hmm. there. Like, what does that mean? And then they realize mm-hmm. that all the shaking and like thunder sounds have been the cubes shifting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Levin realizes that rooms which have traps are marked with numbers <laughs> that are not simply prime numbers but larger sets of prime powers. And so they, you know, they tell her that, crazy, that she yeah. needs to start breaking that down. And, and, yeah. and she's like, you don't <laughs> understand to do that for a three digit number. It mm-hmm. is like a lot to do to do that. Yep. She gets in a math rage. So it's astronomical and, and <laughs> without a calculator. And this is the part where like, yeah, Kazan just starts repeating in the other side of the room, mm-hmm. like astronomical, astronomical. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they're like, 
oh, he could say that word. He must be able to do math. And they just start. No, <laughs> no. Actually, so what happens is he says two first. Oh, oh yeah, he that's right. He says two. two. Yeah, he says two first. And then he starts saying astronomical. And they're like, what did you say before that? And mm-hmm. he says two. Yeah. And this is why I don't mm-hmm. think the math is real, because they're trying to figure out how many factors the numbers have. But mm-hmm. the number five, six, seven has like. 12 factors not it doesn't have two so like i don't know yeah, it's like two yeah i exactly. don't know i don't know enough math to know if like they're doing something really high level but i think it i think it's bullshit <laughs> um, like i don't know stop yelling at right me. pretty much and and so they're like yeah you're doing this and she's like no i fucking can't kazan speaks up and so he, they realize he's an autistic savant. And this was actually the movie that uh, introduced me to that concept. And I feel like maybe mm. at this point mm. it wasn't as much of a, of a trope of a like unfortunate trope of the like magical autistic person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like well, every- Rain Man, yeah, you know, kind of solidified that. But yeah, then you had other ones that were. I mean, I guess Forrest Gump as well. Was, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, you had the, these tropes that were just kind of like. It's so funny because I've never thought of Forrest Gump <laughs> that way, but you're totally right because it just it oh, just yeah. seems like yeah, he's yeah. simple, but like the, it, it's. No, he's he's got savant yeah qualities quote unquote you know what I mean yeah like, yeah yeah because of yeah his ability to just pick up on things really quick and shit so yeah mm-hmm. it's very I don't know yeah it's that's why I was saying I was just like I don't know if this trope was it's not good it's just not a good trope like you could have easily uh, picked another way to convey this information so so uh it says here that he says the number of distinct prime factors each number has mm. Mm. and i okay good <laughs> i mean levin's there like levin can't do the math, uh, so, she knows what you know a- what you know him. what you know what it mm. they they might actually be real because <laughs> it's like son of a bitch they did because i i just googled prime factors of five six seven and it's th- uh-huh. and it's three and seven so two it it, it uh, is two okay, oh, so it is two, two so uh, maybe it's real math uh, i'm sorry right, <laughs> you know what email us let us know if they were using real math hey, if you're, I if hear. you're a mathematician if you're a mathematician listening to this, I don't know why you would be, but please email us. Let us know. <laughs> hey, mathematicians are people too, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> so so Kazan tells them, and he had mentioned earlier that he doesn't like the red rooms. And and mm-hmm. he tells them That's why he's closing his eyes when they walk into them, like he's usually covering his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells them that when he does math, that he gets gumdrops. So he asks for gumdrops. And Worth says... He starts bargaining with bags. Yeah. (laughs) Worth is like, for every every answer you give us, I'll get you a whole box of gumdrops. And Uh and he goes, gumdrops come in bags. Yeah. And he's like, hey, if you want them in a bag, you got them in a bag. (laughs) This was good. I like this this little like back and forth between them. That was funny, but like, yeah, again, overall, completely unnecessary. Yeah, this completely is the dynamic shifts because uh, originally Worth was just nihilistic completely, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Levin's been 
like really coarse for a while or just like very grating and then they both sort of become Kazan's parents. Yeah, they definitely become surrogate parents for sure for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they both yeah. they both start to care for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just realize, you know, and I think also Holloway confronting them with the guilt of like, you you are just going to leave him to die. If I wasn't here, you would mm-hmm. just leave him to die. Yeah, because she mm-hmm. also says that thing. She says, all we have left is our humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing left. So like, what, like, once that's gone, what else do we have? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's pretty, I was like, that's a pretty good line. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. It's like you you have to die with some dignity and like, mm-hmm. yeah, just leaving him behind would not be okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and so they're they're moving through the cube now with Kazan's help. They've really seemingly, and this is this is like the interesting thing is like even though it ends up being right in so many ways, they could still be mm. off in another way that we don't understand. You know what I mean? Like it's, we don't, yeah, yeah we yeah, never yeah, yeah, fully sure. understand everything. Nope. Uh, no, nope. yeah, absolutely. That's what I was saying. You don't get, and there's, and there's just more answers you're left with by the time the credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they're all holding Quentin like back. Like there's a couple times where she's doing the math and he starts stepping forward and all of them are like, back up, Quentin, back up. Like, yeah, 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 and yeah. it's funny because he could just beat the shit out of all of them, but he also yeah. knows that like that's just not gonna get him anywhere. So he's like back backing <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, so apes can learn things with each too. Other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me big man. Um, <laughs> me need other people. <laughs> and so as they're getting close to where what they're aiming for, they go through. Kazan and uh, Levin go first, and then Worth. And as Quentin is bringing up the rear, we're like a, on like a close or like a medium shot of him as he's climbing through. And all of a sudden, Dude, the hatch, this was good. Right? This was good. Yeah. He just the hatch just shoots up into his neck. Shoots up in his neck. And is and he just gets held pinched against the the roof of it. And it's worth underneath shoving it upward. Yeah. And he, I was just like, I, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Cause I just didn't expect them to like go for him like that. I was like, okay, then somehow mm-hmm. they're going to kill him. But I didn't know it was just going to be like fucking head on. They're just going to do, I thought they were just going to like trap yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Worth just, worth you know just I mean? fucking yeah. goes for blood. Cause he's got to do something. <laughs> I was like, that's that fucking, uh, I, I like, like Evelyn yeah. said, like they, they, Man, it ended up being about family. That they, they, they kind of form this little family at the end, and he's like, "I have to protect these two. They're both innocent." Like, Hall, ha- <laughs> Ren, Ren committed crimes. Who knows what those crimes are? You know, they could have been victimless. They could have not. But Ren had been in a bunch of really bad prisons. Quentin's yeah. a, a fucking cop, so you know he's the worst. <laughs> So, you know, stained. <laughs> um, Holloway, you know, like it seems very much like she feels like a moral uh, like compass, but probably mm-hmm. doesn't live her life according to any of those, you know? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. It, it feels like her actions are probably in conflict with her morals and this is like a chance for her to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Worth, obviously helped build this thing 
he seems to have mm. had some sort of second thought at the end, and that's why they threw mm-hmm. him in there. Uh, but yeah. then Levin and Kazan are just like innocents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Levin's absolutely. just too young. Yeah. She's yeah. She doesn't even say that she like goes out drinking with her friends. She just says she hangs out with her friends. She hangs out with her friends. Yeah, exactly. So he's holding Quentin back, and he tells the other two to hurry up and figure out the next door. They figure it out, and he lets go. Quentin pulls his head back, and he closes the hatch, and then runs and goes through the next one, and he holds this hatch closed now. And Levin mm-hmm. is working on the next door with Kazan. And she says, is he dead? And Quentin yells from behind the door, <laughs> not <laughs> even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes straight wrestler with I, it. <laughs> I, loved, I loved that. That was actually really awesome. And, and so they, they figure out the next room. And uh, uh, Worth, I believe he says, like, what's underneath us? And then it just cuts to Worth not in front of the door and Quentin opening the door and he drops out and Levin and Kazan are standing on the other side of the room and Quentin's just like, oh, I'm going to fuck you all up, Mm. you know? (laughs) And as he starts walking across the hatch, uh, he just completely fucking falls through and slaps his head and you just see a huge pool of blood like immediately Dude, and worth this shit was great it was crazy I was, I was freaking the fuck out when i saw i was like <laughs> no there's no way they're just gonna leave him as a stain they left him as a stain they just <laughs> dropped his ass and kept going they just smeared his shit across the wall <laughs> just fucking bounced yeah it was pretty fucking brutal dude like that's, that's so that's good that's bad uh, that is uh, it was bad good. that was a really good kill i was like i, I no, we're not so... talking about the same part are we are we no no he's oh. talking about him falling through the floor that's not yeah. I thought he got no no. You, okay, you, yeah, no. okay, okay. You're okay, a little, you're okay, li- you're a little ahead of yourself. Yeah, he. he I usually am. He, he, <laughs> I usually am. He, it's a good way to live. <laughs> <laughs> so he falls through the floor and smacks his noodle, and <laughs> and they just leave his ass there. <laughs> like imagine having to do that monkey bar shit with a fucking massive head wound. <laughs> No, thank you. you <laughs> oh, it's just so great. But yeah, doesn't he die? I'm fucking no. He dies. No, they they leave he him. Does, okay, and but then he does he... die the way I think. He yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay, he surprises okay. them later. I'm not we crazy. Have to cut I'm just stone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Let them see it. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they realize they come into a room, and. They realize that it's the room that they all started in. And it seems like they've failed because she. Oh, yeah, because she she yeah, she steps she, on a piece of glass and it's the she missing realizes it's the piece piece of glass from her glasses. Yeah. Right? And they think that they've they've failed. But then she she looks and she does the math and everything. And she's like, oh, my God, this is the bridge. This room mm-hmm. is the bridge. If, where we started if, was where the bridge was. If we had stayed in this room, we would have had our opportunity to leave already. Mm-hmm. And so as they're <laughs> so as they're having this revelation, <laughs> Quentin 
or uh, as, as it moves into place, actually, and and they get the mm-hmm. light coming in through the hatch, and they see that this is this is the right room. Kazan is over by the hatch. Levin is on the other side of the room, and all of a sudden, she's just pierced through the torso and lifted up into the air. Yeah, and, dude. And it's Quentin, and he somehow broke the handle off one of the doors to use as a weapon. Yeah. And he stabs Worth uh, in the midsection as well, like like uh, front on. And yeah. he goes to Kazan, and Kazan is climbing out towards the light, and Quentin grabs uh, grabs Kazan, and they're both like in this sort of interstitial space, and things start to rumble again, and you can tell that everything is about to start moving. And mm-hmm. as Quentin is is reaching, like grabbing at him, Worth pops up again and grabs Quentin by the leg and just like leans yep. back and uses his weight. And this is where he becomes a little schmear. <laughs> Uh, on the the bagel uh, that is the wall, <laughs> so Dude, so brutal. It was so mm-hmm. good though. Like it's such again, it's not a kill that you need to like have so grandiose. But it was almost just that like that payoff of seeing him as a smear on the wall. I was like, fuck yeah, it, fuck yeah. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's, it's deserved. <laughs> Like he he yeah, deserved yeah. a horrible a horrible quick, death horrible death yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. he literally like there's nothing left of him he turns to paste no and, exactly and I I think Worth ends up holding a leg again as well oh that's hilarious and and then dude. this is this is the one part uh that I think they could have could have changed uh, other than Kazan obviously but yeah. Wor- Worth I mean, is like laying part. there dying. And then he looks up and he like crawls closer to Levin and then like dies. And it's just like, yeah, could have done without you falling in love with the young girl, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah for and sure. then not necessary. And then the final shot is Kazan walking into this bright, unknowable, like almost alien light. Mm-hmm. And then it just dissolves into the light, and that's that's the end of the film. He's yeah. gonna go get his gumdrops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I mean, look, was it a fuck a great fucking time? Absolutely, I had a great time watching this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Where there are things that showed its age a little bit, sure, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But again, I don't know if that detracted too much from the movie for me. Like, I had a great fucking time. We just fucking threw this on. I was high as shit. I mean, <laughs> it was it was just fun. It was just it was a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I don't know. I love the movie. Per, I I think we we'll go straight into the the fucking ratings if we want. Yeah. You know what? I will say. Uh, I I hadn't really looked on Wikipedia that much. And now that I look yeah. at the cast, it just straight up says like, "Yeah, they're all named after prisons." <laughs> but but you know, you you figured it out for yourself. We we yeah. connected it in real time, though. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, yeah is that absolutely? <laughs> <laughs> That's more real anyway. 
<laughs> but yeah, and then with with Levin and Worth, and then at the end they come together. You know, like it was yeah, it was yeah, kinda, yeah, just kind of sure. weird. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Again, there were things that were problematic, <laughs> to say the least. So so should we should we do the trivia first or get into ratings? I mean, fuck it. Let's do the the trivia first. So. Vincenzo Natali did not have confidence in financing a film. He cost-reduced mm. his pitch with a single set reused as many, with the actors moving around a virtual maze. As, as the most expensive element, a set with a cube and a half was built off the floor to, to allow the surroundings <laughs> That's so fucking funny. to be lit from behind all walls of the cube. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 1990... That's super cool. Natalie had the idea to make a film set entirely in hell. But in 94, while working as a storyboard what? artist assistant at uh, Canada's Nelvana Animation Studio. Oh, and their logo is like a cute little po- polar bear reaching for the North Star. This adorable. Aww. He, he, adorable. he completed the first script for Cube. The initial draft had a more comedic tone, surreal imagery, a cannibal edible moss growing on the walls and a monster that roamed the cube. Oh, interesting. That's a fucking wild ass idea. I would be really interested to see. It's seeing that. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, that sounds mad. Interesting. That would be like a cool video game setup too. That ups mm-hmm. the stakes a lot, like because you have the moss element being like, oh, does that mean they're breathing in like dangerous shit or mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like, is and it's like another danger element. That's fucking cool, actually. I would love to see that flushed out. <laughs> so it was closer to Maze Runner. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Minus all the nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Scenes outside yeah. the cube were deleted, and the identity of the victims changed. In some drafts, mm. they were accountants; in others, criminals. With the implication that their banishment to the cube was a penal sentence. It's so much better that it's not that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's what I was saying. There's you. It's so good that you're not given any fucking answers. I think like it's literally it leaves you in a puzzle to figure out, and then you just fucking never do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of fun. I kind of fuck with that. That's a great like. Premise. Okay, so they yeah. they did have a mathematician on staff. He, oh no! He shit. was wow. he was the math consultant. The math consultant. <laughs> well, fucking email us anyway. <laughs> was that bullshit or not? <laughs> Is the, there such a thing as a math consultant? The staff magician. The staff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> oh wow. So the the changing the color of the room was so oh. much effort that they they really? decided to just shoot the entire film like all the blue rooms and then all the red rooms and then all wow. the green rooms. They were just like, We're not we're not doing this shit. 
tripped the fuck out. That's wild. What were they doing? Well, 97, you got to imagine the fucking like filters and all that shit back then were a motherfucker. Just like get some gels up on there. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'd imagine with like the studio lights, though, if they were like, I don't know if they're working off of like ones Mm -hmm. that are just going to melt the shit down because that kind of happens with like gels and professional lights. They have a PA sit down and like paint the whole set. Yeah, exactly. Each one by. <laughs> scrape it off the other yeah, night. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> the this the set was near a train line and the noise oh, the God. noise of the train was incorporated as the sound of the cubes That's moving. Fucking hilarious. That's genius. That's so good. N- Nicole DeBoer, uh Levin said that the white room was more comforting to them for the start of a day's filming. And the mm. red room would induce psychological effects on them if they shot for more than several hours. They would all start to, start oh. to go crazy and have to like get out of the set for a while. Makes sense. That's awesome. It makes sense. Yeah. There were supposed to be six colors of room because there six is a, a total recurring theme: six sides of a cube, six people. Oh, mm. okay. Um, but the budget did not stretch to the sixth uh, set of gels, so the film yeah. only has five room colors. Color is very expensive. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Dude. Oh yeah, that's wild. I mean, again, just even like <clears throat> my initial like experience with photography and stuff when I was like first coming out, like it was like you really you could do a lot of things with colors back then. But yeah, it costs a lot because like these like the the material that you needed to get for certain studio lights or whatever, it was expensive. You know what I mean? You can only go to the, like, like certain uh, like stores or certain places around the area that had like these specific materials that you were looking for in order to make like gel filters, like to be able to color something blue or mm-hmm. red or something like that. And so it's like and now I have. Four fucking pocket lights that could just do anything I want whatsoever, and I like paid thirty bucks a pop for each one. So hey, all pr- times are different. All praise to AliExpress. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this I just found this. This this was like a, a linked article on Wiki down at the bottom, the Library of Babel. A short story by Argentine author and librarian Jorge Luis that's, Borges. That's a cool name. That's a cool fucking name. Who lived from like 1899 that. to 1986. Conceiving of a universe in the form of a vast library containing all possible 410-page books of a certain format and character set. The narrator That's The narrator describes how his universe consists of an enormous expanse of adjacent hexagonal rooms. In each room what? there is an entrance on one wall, the bare necessities for human survival on another wall, and four walls of bookshelves. The, though the <laughs> order and content of the books are random and apparently completely meaningless, the inhabitants believe that the books contain every possible ordering of 25 basic characters. 22 letters, the period, the comma, and the space. Jesus Christ. The, that's, that's intense. Man. Though the vast majority of the books in this universe are pure gibberish, the library must also contain somewhere 
every coherent book ever written or that might ever be written and every possible permutation or slightly erroneous version of every one of those books. The na- <laughs> My God. The narrator notes that the library must contain all useful information, including predictions of the future, biographies of every person, and translations of every book in every language. Conversely, <laughs> for many of the texts, some language could be devised that would make it readable with any of a vast number of different contents. Despite, indeed, because of this glut of information, all books are totally useless to the reader, leaving the librarians in a state of suicidal despair. This leads some librarians <laughs> to superstitious and cult-like behaviors, such as the purifiers what? who arbitrarily destroy books they deem nonsense as they scour through the library, seeking the Crimson Hexagon and its illustrated magical books. Others believe that since all books exist in the library, somewhere one of the books must be a perfect index of the library's contents. Some even believe that a a messianic figure known as the man of the book has read it and they travel through the library (laughs) seeking him. Wow, this is interesting. Can this be a video game? Yeah, right? Like all of this, but all of this feeds into, yeah, the premise of like this exact movie. Yeah, that's for sure an influence like that's like so fucking neat dude i like that. and that and that's that's just how you just the the through line of this you know 20th century mm-hmm. argentinian librarian who, yeah. who wrote this short story and then in 1997 wild, this dude. american guy made a canadian film <laughs> and then we have a Japanese remake of it 24 years later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we also have the whole line of influence we were drawing earlier. Like it's just crazy. Yep. It's just it's just yeah. yeah. It's fucking fascinating. That was, it's absolutely fascinating. That was mad that was mad interesting. Uh so that mm-hmm. absolutely. That was a pretty big uh departure, but I'm I'm glad that uh we went down it. So let's <laughs> let's well, rate this thing. The- I was going to say, before we rate this, I think we have to introduce a new segment first on the show. It's going to be a recurring theme. (laughs) You guys, uh, we have a very, very special uh, gift for you. This is uh, an ongoing one, actually. You're going to keep getting this. This is a recurring theme we're going to be trying out. Uh, You may have remembered Austin from the Swallow episode that we did. Oh, my God. What episode number was that? 10? Like nine or ten. I think it's ten. Either way, go back and listen to that episode. Uh, we have uh, we have decided that we love Austin yes. so much over here. He is a deeply treasured guest friend and just human being among all of us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to give him his own segment. He uh, he leaves a bunch of voice messages on my phone that. <laughs> We all love, <laughs> love listening to oh, deeply. Yeah. We all like look forward to it. I love it. Uh, so we wanted to give him his own segment because he loves these movies just as much as we do. Maybe and more. So, Let's not front. Maybe more. Honestly, Let's not maybe front, more. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, that's what I want to hear too. We just want to get his opinions yeah. about this as well. So, so, yeah. so this is going to be the first of uh, of an ongoing segment. That we are calling mm-hmm. hinging on unhinged, 
with Austin. <laughs> I loved it. So, being my inaugural uh, session right here, being my being my opening thing, I feel like I really got to nail this. And I may or may not have recorded this like six times already, but guess what? We're going to do it again. And then we're going to do it again if it doesn't work this time. And, you know, I have like four pages of notes uh, that I'm staring at, this chicken scratch bullshit, but fuck it. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it live. If you're a fan of like Event Horizon, Saw, 13th Ghost, Hellraiser, any Y2K sci-fi and like politics you're gonna love this movie you're gonna love this movie it has a lot to say um and it has the perfect blend of like schlocky you know like like practical effects with bad 90 cgi and then under that you get like a bunch of gore and then kind of this weird loose uh, story about just like government overreach and like just like conspiracy and just the idea of always being watched and like what it really is at the end of the day. And and I like that. I like how the characters are kind of these like these very loosely, like very bland characters, but it's more so that they're like extensions of like different types of power in the world, in, in the world of like politics and government, it kind of seemed. Um, you have like the main character, the cop, uh, kind of the main character, but they set him up as kind of the main character in the beginning. He's the cop, you know, and he gets very violent, almost like fascist um, energy going on there. And then you got like Aldi brand Francis McDormand, who's like the bleeding heart liberal who gets nerfed in like the first 30 minutes. This is the end of the episode. Like I'm, I'm spoilers. Fuck you. Um, and then uh, the best character of all, you got Brian Starr's guest, guest appearing, you know, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Kazan, my boy Kazan, Brian Starr's playing Kazan. Um, I hope you get that reference because that's all I saw the entire movie. YouTube it, Brian Stars. It, it will ruin the movie, but in the best way for you. I don't know. Uh, it, it just felt kind of flat. Like the practical effects were great. The score was great. I really liked the score because like at several points in, in the score, there was a... <laughs> this is going to be such a dumb fucking comparison. If you go back and watch the Rugrats, the whole score was essentially this one dude just doing voices with his mouth. And it's like, wah, 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 wah. And that's all I heard, like, at, at like multiple points, because the score was, like, just this woman going, chick, 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 ah. and then so it's, like, this terrible, horrible, heinous shit happening. And then all I'm hearing in the background is Rugrats music, so I, I did love that. Um, I don't know if that's a disservice or not, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um yeah, the score was good. The practical effects were great. When the dude's face melts open, ooh, that shit, ooh, I was not expecting that. I was expecting, you know, at first when they just showed, like, his face melted, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then we get, like, an extended scene of his face just, like, completely caving in. And that was, that was, that was super good. I love 90s movies specifically, horror from that period, like, 95 to, like, 99, because they were, like, just coming up with CG, but they had, like, almost perfected practical effects. So you get this great, you get this great scene of this dude's face just getting caved in, and it's horrifically real, but then it just immediately cuts to, like, the worst rendered fucking room full of spikes you've ever seen, and in the, in the best way possible, I find that thoroughly amusing. I love like the juxtaposition of bad CG and really good practical effects from the nineties. And it, it, it's, it's aged in a way that is probably nostalgia for me, but I think works really well. Um, 
yeah i i i really like again it just the whole thing was very aesthetically pleasing um the story was cool they had a lot of cool ideas they had a lot of like it, it was very political heavy again why i said if you're into politics you'd like this but like yeah, I just I feel like it was trying to say a lot and it just didn't accomplish it by the end of the movie. And that 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 was my main gripe. Like maybe I missed something, maybe I wasn't like fully in it, but I just felt like they were setting you up with all of these ideas and these philosophies and these things to think about, and then they just kinda ripped the rug out from under you. And I did with that last scene, and I'm just like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, like I was just watching it and I, I, I verbatim was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, excuse me. When that, when that first credit rolls, it goes to white and then it's just credits. And I'm like, what? So that was, that was, that was my main disappointment. It, it just, the story itself was kind of lame by the end, but like, it, it's not so much that the story was bad. It's that everything was so good until it wasn't. So it was almost more disappointing. Feeling pretty cynical on this one. I don't want to. Uh, I feel like there's a lot, if I rewatch it, that I could enjoy. But in all honesty, it kind of just felt like a better version of that terrible movie from like 2020 called Escape Room. Um, yeah, that was, that was about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you like politics, if you like practical effects, if you like... If you like, if you like, like torture porn meets Michael Moore, this, this is a movie for you. It's Michael Moore directs Saw. There you go. That's the perfect premise. I give it like, what are we doing out of six? I'm doing like, uh, I'll do like a four out of six. Eh, I might watch it again. That's all. Have a blessed day. Have a great night. Have a great morning. Have a great whatever it is in any time zone that you're in. Um... And I'm out. All right. And now, uh, yeah, I mean, let's, that was awesome. Let's get into the, uh, the ratings. Let's do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, I love it. I'm fascinated by it, but I just cannot call it a perfect movie. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I, mean, I yeah. think the best yeah. I can do is a five, but you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. It, for a sure. five out of six for new, for new listeners. We do rate out of six here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should. Yeah, let's let's give them a little look behind the scenes. Yeah, we should explain <laughs> so they're not lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, preventing it from being uh, great for sure. That again, we uh, for me personally, I'd probably give it. Oh, it's a strong four, a light five, <laughs> a light five for this one, but. I dev like it had very much redeeming qualities for me. Like the mm -hmm. the gore, the practical effects were fucking great. And again, the the writing, the script is solid. It's yeah. a very very good script. Uh, the delivery of the the acting and all that they you know left a little something to be desired. But that doesn't again that doesn't take away really anything. Like they all really were good in the roles that they were playing and that they were portraying. So mm -hmm. I feel. You know, again, the just the the certain the trope that is just very problematic. That one just really held it back from being super super fucking enjoyable for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a great time regardless. It's it's a, just a lot of fun. Again, that the kills are so good, and you open up with such a fucking striking scene. I think you really do set the tone for like, okay, this is about to be 
an interesting time, regardless if it's a good one, you know, like you're going to have, you're going to walk away from this thinking a little bit more. And I, I appreciate that about this movie. So I'm going to give it a four, you know, ish out of six. <laughs> so that's exactly what I was four and a half. Was what I yeah, was going yeah, for. Like, yeah. Yeah. The writing is really strong and it's very, I don't know. It's sort of like the movie itself is nihilistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's um, very nihilistic. Mm-hmm. Very, very, nihilistic. very nihilistic. Yeah. You know just, we love that nihilism juice, though. <laughs> yeah, I just love that there's not like a big reveal or like yeah. a, you know, yeah. all these. In in many ways, films are more sophisticated than they've ever been before. But mm-hmm. like a lot of the mainstream stuff is very like it's a lesson. Yeah, it's, it's always, a punishment you always for got, this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you always got to walk away with a fucking like yeah, lesson, it's learning like, something. It's like everything's very, and this is not necessarily the right word. Everything's political now. Mm-hmm. That's not so much it necessarily. I get but what like, you're saying. Though. Everything is moral, very yeah, yeah, clearly yeah. Yep. moral. It's like yeah. this, this character good, this character bad, mm-hmm. and you're like, I mean, mm-hmm. people are many shades yep, of things. Exactly, There's layers, um, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this this movie hangs on to that. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the acting is kind of rough. That's what we, mm-hmm. The script the script <laughs> is agree. strong. Some of the characters do some things that don't really make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some Absolutely. there's some mood swings in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mean girls. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah but I really love, you know, the setting and the the figuring out of how to move about this. It's it's clever. Place. It's clever, man. You get like it's you don't need it's it's just a few people carrying the entire movie with their performance like mm-hmm. there's not you know it's literally one and a half set yeah <laughs> so yeah they get, but it's clever they it's get like, a lot out of it absolutely not, not yeah. just the i mean the rooms have a lot of unpredictable things but like the characters themselves you know they're using their clothes to do things. Yeah, things their clothes, you never would have. I never buttons. would have known that. Yeah, it's very cool. They're very resourceful for sure. It never feels like there's not enough going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if that's if that's all there is. Oh, actually, you know what? Hmm? Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Read the email that we got. I have to fucking read that. Okay, dude. that's well, so fucking fun. Well, yeah. you're pulling it up. Go you're ahead. Pulling go up, ahead. Yeah, just, keep keep I'm going. I'm just gonna say the budget for this movie was three hundred fifty thousand Canadian. <clears throat> okay. And they made eight point nine million American at the box office. Hell yeah. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, they did really well at the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, no awards though, but it was uh, people were very stoked on it when they saw it. The Japanese market mm-hmm. really loved it. It became the ah. top video rental no at the time and exceeded expectations. <laughs> That's awesome. And one of the co-writers suggested that people in Japan had a better understanding of living in boxes, so they they oh, yeah. resonated. Yeah, I could see that. They resonated better yeah. with the uh, metaphor underlying the film, like futility and being caught in mm. these systems, and like worth literally is becomes a cog in the machine he designed. You know, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, that you're right. That totally tracks like that. That like metaphor i guess tracking you know what i mean like but that the fact that yeah in japan they understand a little more 
than we would. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, that's absolutely that resonates. Tracks. Yeah, that tracks so well. That's interesting, man. I I want to say too, uh, Vi- Vincenzo Natali was also the storyboard artist for Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, this this dude is like all over. Yeah. Yep. Johnny Mnemonic. I haven't even fucking heard with, that name in so with, long, dude. Which is based on a short story by the same name by uh, William Gibson, who is the the no author shit. of uh, uh, Neuromancer. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted to uh, read a quick email that we got. Actually, um, uh, we got an email from Leah. Uh, Le- <laughs> the, the subject is AJ Langer was also in a show called... And uh, this is from when we were talking about uh, the People Under the Stairs episode. Um, I was waiting for y'all to make the connection that AJ was also on a show called My So-Called Life. (laughs) But then I thought, maybe you're probably too young to remember it. MTV show starring a young Claire Danes, pre-Romeo and Juliet, and Jared Leto. Peak (laughs) pretty boy and playing himself. (laughs) And she went on to say, also, thank you for making me feel like a complete idiot for never seeing the tarot connection beyond the kid's name. Genuinely, though, thank you for helping me discover new things about a film that has always been a favorite. That is so fucking sweet, Yeah, that's awesome. I was so floored when I read that. That's so sweet. Thank you so much for writing in. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That really means a lot. And if you want to weigh in with your opinions or your revelations or your things that you're bothered that we didn't realize. Um, <laughs> you know, you can you can reach out to us uh, via social Absolutely. media or email. We are on Facebook at uh, The Devil's Work Podcast. We are on uh, Instagram at The Devil's Work Pod. Um, and we also have a Gmail account, which is The Devil's Work Podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. mathematicians please stand up and and that is <laughs> that is where you can reach out to us if you feel like leah that you got something to say or got got some uh value out of our inane ramblings Absolutely. It is really what we try to do on the show. It's really cool that to, you know, to someone who who already was a fan of the movie that we covered, learn something new. So that means a lot to us because we do That's put a lot literally of literally the best thing that is. It's <laughs> huge. It's huge for us, man. We put a lot of work and effort into, you know, making this show enjoyable for you guys. So it means a lot that it's being received like that. So that thank you guys. That means a lot. It's really cool. Um, And then next week, I guess we're going to. Uh, okay, we're gonna keep the ball rolling. Here we go. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> end up doing. We're gonna cover trouble every day. Now this is a rough one. Uh, you're gonna want to put the kids to bed early if you're gonna watch this one. Uh, it's it's rough. Uh, cannibalism, erotic cannibalism. Ooh. That's oh, that's I should all be doing I this. Mean, I mean, I mean, gross. I mean, <laughs> that's gross. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing uh, Trouble Every Day. I'm not looking forward to doing the notes for this one, but I will because I love doing this show and love ruining your afternoons. Yeah. Mornings, nights. We do this nights, for you. Whatever you're, however you're listening your to this. Commute. Whenever you're listening to this, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will be back next week with some more 
more of the devil's work, man. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, any last parting thoughts for him, Skip? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, if you ever find yourself working on a, like, devious invention for unknown uh, employers, <laughs> probably knock that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> just walk out, man. No money, no paychecks worth the fuck. Yeah. And don't <laughs> don't eat the pierogies. <laughs> don't don't eat the pierogies. Don't eat the pierogies. All right, you guys take care. And if you and we'll if you do, you use a little sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> little solo pepper. <laughs> Yo, I am sick of seeing TikTok videos of white women cooking with no salt salt or pepper, no seasoning. <laughs> I've had it up to here. <laughs> Disgraceful, <laughs> alright you guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>